0: Introducing first, weighing in tonight at 0.17 metric tons with <laughs> the top end of Stevenson <clears throat>
1: Episode 40 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. That was so awesome. Tonight, it is our one-year celebration, and I could not think of a better way for us to start the show than without, or with the group, the entrance of Grado. Jeff Shanahan, along with David Van Bogen and Ryan Dempsey.
0: Hola, everybody. Yo.
1: We are a year old. Wow. And we've been talking about Grado for the last 25 minutes, because he's probably the <laughs> It's probably the single greatest so, intro entity, entity right? in, in wrestling today. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. He's
2: a freaking riot.
1: And, and so this whole thing well, kind of. Sp-
0: Gold Goldberg's back, you know, You
1: may take that Yeah, crown. we got Gradoberg. Yeah, but Gradoberg's entrance was even <laughs> better than <Gretelberg>. Goldberg's. <laughs> um, this whole thing was just kind of sparked off we were, from last week. Uh, if you haven't listened, please go back and at least listen to the last half of the show where we did our topic discussion about the greatest entrance themes and my number 1 the filthy one with his tribute to the great Grado, which got me retweeted. I retweeted yes. your tweet about the show yeah. and and tweeted at Tom Lawler and then Tom Lawler retweeted me. So it's a suck it bitches. It's a great cycle. <laughs> suck it bitches. So it all started from me. Man. It is. it all started from you. That's fucking awesome. I just tweeted at Tom and was like, "Hey Tom, you're my, hey, you're Tom, I
0: like your walkout.
1: Yeah, I said, I said, Tom, your like a prayer walkout was my number one, hands I, I down. To,
2: you know, I tried to jump on the on the retweet love, and I was like, yeah, but Tom, I picked your Hulk Hogan theme. He ignored it. Nothing. Jump got the love. I got the fucking boot.
1: Filthy, <laughs> filthy. So filthy knows about the uh, at least knows about the jokes. We, we are a year old today, guys. Wow, man. A year. We've been we've been at this a year. To the day, man. To the no, day.
2: We're only, we've only been going for like two months. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we started on. Did we start on Wednesdays?
1: I think we did start on Wednesdays yeah, originally. It
2: was a different day. It wasn't going to sync up if we started Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So I think we started and did like the first maybe half dozen or dozen on a Wednesday. I think you're right. And we went to a, went to a Friday or a Thursday. We we, we had to f- find our way. We've
1: jumped all over. You know? I mean. When you, you and I did the one show, it was like Friday night. Yeah. At like 10.30 at night. Oh, man. I was I was falling asleep because I was so tired <laughs> and just it came from dinner.
2: Dude. You we, can see them just nodding off like a dope feed. Dude, I felt
1: so, I felt like such an asshole because I was just so tired and full. <laughs> I came from having dinner with a friend that I hadn't seen in a while, so we, we had dinner. I had I had a, a, one big-ass beer at Applebee's and a steak dinner. I get here, it's like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night, and we start recording. And I'm fighting and fighting and fighting. And by that, like the last day, I was just kind of talking. And I, I feel like I'm in the conversation still, but it totally caught me nodding out.
2: I didn't, know what, I didn't know what was going to happen because the the, the the whole night, I mean, he was kind of. It wasn't like he was off, but he was like quiet. I, I had to dominate most of the the talk and, and kind of stretch things out. And then mm-hmm. I was looking down like I always do to try to figure out where I'm going next. I look up and his eyes are closed. And he was like, I had my phone in my hand. I was like, looking at my notes. I was waiting
1: for you. I was literally waiting for you to finish talking. And I had a point And I was st- concentrating on my phone. And then the next thing I know, you just kind of made a noise, and I was like, oh, What? I'm oh. here. Yeah. yeah, I felt really bad about that, but yeah, we've we've cycled around all over, man. We have started on Wednesdays, uh, moved it to th- Thursday has been our pretty much permanent home, other than a couple of exceptions. But
2: yeah, there's exceptions to the rules when you know, and there's gonna be when you know Doctor Strange gets released. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna be there Thursday night. Right? I, you know, I got to. Um, uh, so how many, Ryan? How many? Hey, is this
0: for you how many times how, how long is he this like, uh, like eight I think this is yeah I say was well, right around what 201 I think when I was on the first times yeah I so, think you're right so probably around, so that would be about three months so probably 12 episodes give okay. or take maybe right. less give or
1: take you know minus yeah. a couple of the breaks that we've we've taken right. over so we'll
2: over time it, but yeah. yeah call it
1: 10 yeah we'll call it 10 Ryan, Ryan's been with us for, for one fourth 25% I'll take that <laughs> Ryan's been with us for one fourth and of course as we've mentioned Many times before, when we started off, it was myself, Dave, and our friend Everett. And you know, Everett's always will always be a part of the show, yeah. whether yeah. it's
2: uh, you know, Everett. Uh, um, I know he's going to listen because I told him that we're going to talk about him today. Uh, lots of personal demons and issues going on in the family right now. Yeah, just sending out a lot of love to my brother Everett For because sure. that whole family. They need it. It, it, it seems to have one after the next. They got terrible, terrible stuff going on. But brother, we love you. We love your family. You know, uh, just keep your heads up because that's all you can do.
0: Absolutely, echoing every sentiment of that. Right. Um, yeah, we're, we're all we're all average family. There's love from Canada, also. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah,
1: so you know, we always like to make sure we give Everett, show him love, and, and mention because he was he was a big part of starting it. A big part of being a pain in my ass. <laughs> But he was he was very very big in starting this. But yeah, this this whole thing, this show was just an idea that I'd been having and sitting on for a long time because of being a fan of Way of the Warrior. Those guys, Ken and, and uh, Eric. I mean Eric, obviously the longest standing member of that show, the, the the member of the show. But listening to those guys for the last five six years since they've been on made me want to do the show. And one day, trying to figure out who I could. Get that is into MMA the way that I am, and I just thought about it, and I was like Dave. So I send Dave a message, and I was like, "Hey man, thinking about doing this MMA podcast thing. I can't think of anybody else that I know that I could sit and have a conversation with on a weekly basis that I could enjoy it with. Besides you, would you be interested?" And boom,
2: I'm down. Yep. What else am I gonna, and I got nothing else going out. Um, I, I love to do this and. uh and I I seen it as an opportunity. It's like, man, what can I can take control of here? So I, can, I, can, I can run the mic, I can do the mixing, I can save the files, I can do all the tech work. That's that's awesome. That'll be me. I'll do that.
1: Yep, and that's where that and Dave Dave's role in the show is, has been huge and doesn't he doesn't get enough credit on there. Oh, he doesn't for, get any credit. He doesn't, he doesn't get any credit. But Dave, yeah, I mean, from from the start has Provided us A with the place to record at, you know, thanks to the, his, Yellow, Dungeon. the Yellow Dungeon. My family. Your family's been yeah. awesome about having us yeah, in here yeah. yelling at each other in their basement once a week for the last year. So, I mean, obviously, it's extremely appreciated, their yeah, hospitality yeah. on it. But, you know, you you having the computer, having the space, getting the mic, the programming, like, when we started, you were the one setting up the formats. I was giving you the ideas of what we should do and stuff like that, you know, what I wanted to the topics, but you were formatting the show and keeping it moving, making sure that everything audio-wise is in line yeah. and uploaded and stuff like that. So without you, dude, I don't have this show. This, this yep. was just an idea. Without you, the follow-through didn't happen. So oh, I
2: appreciate that. I
1: appreciate it. And then, you know, down the line, after we after we carried it for a while, fucking Ryan comes
0: along. <laughs> <laughs> and all I had to do was just take a couple upset picks pixie- to. Get your guys' attention. What, what, That's
3: Jeff,
2: it. Jeff, Jeff found Ryan. Yeah. You guys were, were uh, talking. And, I met and Ryan.
1: Went out first, I, right? I've, yep, I've, I've mentioned this before on the show, obviously. But Ryan, I, I didn't even know Ryan was from Canada. I thought Ryan was just somebody in the Grand Rapids or West Michigan area oh, yeah. because I would always see him on way of the Warrior post, constantly. Gotcha. Every time they would post something, I would go to comment on it. Ryan Dempsey's name would be in there. And I comment a lot. And all of a sudden, I start getting responses from this guy, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is who the this? Fuck fuck is that guy? Like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> How does he know so much that proves me wrong? He, he he did fact check me on a couple of things. Yeah, you know what?
2: We cut in real quick because um, uh, it was one of the shows where it's just Jeff and I uh, before Ryan, and he, and he mentioned this cat Ryan Dempsey, and he said he said this motherfucker every time I come up with a number he'll correct the round and put it to the minute and, and he'll tell me it wasn't at this place it was at this place he said the son of a bitch just doesn't shut up I mean, it was so really awesome it was glorious right it was a tremendous and, and um,
0: honestly Rainman MMA was probably the greatest thing I've ever heard you're welcome uh, I,
2: I, it's thank funny, you you know uh, what he was, he was gonna, just complaining on the show about not complaining, but you know, just like talking Who? about. I was just like, "Who
0: is no, this?" No, guy? complaining works. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I, I couldn't believe this. it. was tremendous. And then you guys, you know, you, you started talking. Yeah, we, we, long before Ryan and I even had our first words.
1: Yeah, I mean, we would, you know, he he checked me, but we would. It was it was always friendly. We were never. I, it
0: was, he was he yeah. wasn't like, you know, it was just, just banter.
1: Yeah, it was just banter. Yeah, yeah. We would, but again, I didn't even know. I had no idea. Yeah, no,
0: that's the he, thing Like I just. Uh, just going through the Way of the Warrior show, all it was, yeah, like, I know that, you know, one day I go on Facebook and, you know, Jeff Shanahan, I'm like, oh, must be the guy from the, from the WoW show you have been talking to, and, yeah, I checked you guys out, and I was I found out with the podcast, so I gave it a listen to, and, uh, that connected me right to Dave, and, yeah. I think it's been, uh, we've had a we've had a lot of fun in the, in the last few months ever since.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, originally we brought you on as just, like, a guest. right. It was, we had, had Eric. Right. We had Eric on, yeah. and we wanted to get you in for two hundred, um, but right. but things didn't quite work out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got you in as a guest there shortly after for the two hundred one card, and you know we had a lot of fun in the conversation. And Dave and I had talked about it after that, and we were like, you know,
2: yeah, I, it was really. It was Jeff approached me about it and said, uh, after it was like one maybe. I think it was the first week, the second guest uh, deal that you did and he said uh, he said, What do you think about bringing them in full time? And I said, uh, uh yeah, yeah, how are we gonna work that out?
0: And, you know, we tried <laughs> we tried
2: we tried using the phone at first and we got disconnected we got every disconnected five minutes. A lot, of, yeah.
0: Right, because, yeah, yeah. Um
2: I didn't what I thought when he said bring you know, right on my thought wasn't having another person out right here. My thought immediately went to the technology and the logistics. Yep. Yeah. Like how are we gonna get a cat to
1: talk, we're, we're surrounded by brick down here, we are <laughs> You don't get any signal down here. None. You know, you get signals from,
2: you know, the 1930s had better cell signal. I have
1: two bars yeah. besides with the Wi-Fi currently. And That's you, awesome.
2: And you drop those. It constantly drops. It'll go down to nothing, man. I've, I've been roaming in my own basement. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's terrible. You know? So... When he said, but like when he said that, I was like, it wasn't my idea. It wasn't like um, I don't know about having a third person. I was like, bonus, let's get this dude on here. He, he knows what he's doing. Let's do it. And I thought, man, how are we going to record it? We can do. And we have a perfect setup now, dude. I, I upgraded all of our stuff in house. Uh, I upgraded my road, my, my my router. I ran some new cabling. I got everything pristine. And now oh, I, for a little I, old me. No, I did it for video games, but. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that the bonus but, that comes with it, right? That downloadable content.
2: Yeah, and bonuses. We get to hear your your, your crack butter. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's. I mean, the whole thing uh, really just came together, and it came together quick too, because it was like you know you were, you were on the show, and then we did the guest thing, and then he said, "When is he going?" You know, want to start, so yeah, you can start. And it's like the next week, bang, you're there, and you've been there ever since. Like, yeah, turkeys.
1: ooh. <laughs> Woo-hoo, breaking uh, 10 minutes ago. Well, not confirmed, but uh, Dominic Cruz versus Cody Garbrandt targeted for UFC 207, according to FoxSports.com. Ooh Uh, wee The title fight between Cruz and Garbrandt is currently in the works, according to sources speaking to Fox Sports on Thursday. Following an initial report from MMA fighting, UFC officials have not announced the matchup. We've, uh, we were talking about this before the show started, uh, uh our man Diz, that I, I love to throw a lot of props out to, because Diz is on top of shit, and he's a relatively good dude, I mean, he's just a guy like us, with yeah. a little more insight, a lot more insight, but, yeah, you know, he's he not it, He puts it down seven days a so week. He, yeah, he's yeah. not, he's not a journalist, he's not, he's not a, he's just like Front Row Bryant, he's just a fan who got to know people right. and happened to get insiders and started to break stories. Yeah. So Diz Diz is a really fun follow at Talk MMA. If you are not following on Twitter, do it. Diz has been saying that there's three fights lined up for Cruz that he just needs to pick, and I think he's picking Garbrandt. Well, how
2: about we pick what we think the best would
1: be? Yeah. So here's the three fights. Obviously, are Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw, and rumored Jose Aldo to shut up and pacify Aldo. Okay. Um, my personal pick I think it should be Dillashaw That's the fight I want to see Okay um, The fight that's Going to happen More than likely It's going to be Cody They're going to try To go for that uh, That hot name Right now Yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah exactly
1: But if Aldo Doesn't get this fight I can see him Just being pissed and... Oh man
2: If they pass up Aldo again for, I mean... It's
1: Cruz. I think you know. it's Cruz. If Cruz passes yes. up, Aldo. Because I think that's... Dana's like, all right, well... Aldo's going to look at that as a slate from the oh, UFC. For sure. not, not from Cruz. He's going to say,
2: sure. UFC didn't get this done for me. Yep. Yeah. I want to see Garbrandt do it, man. My it's
1: thing is, Aldo, stop ducking Max Holloway. He's right there, waiting. Yeah, the, that's it. The Max fight so would make yeah. sense. You're bitching and complaining about not getting I a fight. Here, like
2: 10... Fights in a row, eleven fights in a row. If it's
1: I'm, ridiculous. if I'm, although I don't want to fight Holloway either. No, if no, I'm no. anybody in the 145 division, short of maybe no. Conor McGregor, who just doesn't give a fuck. Right. I don't want to fight. The last yeah. person to beat him.
0: And, and him. Con- has only lost still to this day in the UFC. I mean, right? He's only lost to Conor. Yeah. Holloway, Holloway hasn't
1: lost against. And anyone. He lost on that. And that, that was on that tear. Yep. That was a yeah. decision yeah. loss yeah, too. He, he hung for three rounds.
2: Three rounds with Conor. Yep. You know, there's not a lot of cats that can save the It turns
1: with Conor on one knee. You know, on one knee, but none, nonetheless.
2: Uh, even still, man, Conor on one knee is a lot tougher than a lot of no, yeah. cats. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know. For sure. Uh, I'd love to see Garbrandt I love Garbrandt. Uh, you know, I think he's a great fighter. I think it's a fun <laughs> fight, you know. Um, but... That being said, I don't think he's earned it like Dillashaw has. I don't think he's ready for it. And maybe that's, no, that's that, it. That's it the,
0: comes It comes down to who earns it.
2: Yeah, that, maybe that's a better word is he's not quite ready for it. I think Dillashaw is more ready. and I think Dillashaw is more deserving, whatever you want to call whatever adjective you want to put on it. Um, I think Dillashaw probably uh, should be ahead of him in line, but it, I, I just I think Garbett's great, exciting on fire. It's fun to watch what he does. Um, but I think Cruz man, is just too wily, well,
0: too smart, you know, yeah, too elusive, this, too much for, yeah, for Garbrandt. For sure, you
2: know
0: what I mean. The, the thing all that, it takes is he gets taken down once early in the first. You know, wrestling down, getting tired because we haven't seen Garbrandt go deep round. So if, if Cruz is able just to pick him apart and make him look silly, that star comes crashing down to earth a lot faster than the UFC wants it to. I don't think Dominic. Uh,
2: that's kind of where I think it would go if Garbrandt got the flag. I
0: don't think Dominic's out wrestling Cody though.
1: Cody's Cody's a Cody's a solid wrestler. Yeah, solid wrestler. I don't wrestler. know if he out
2: wrestling, but he's so elusive, man. He's For getting- sure. Oh, on the
1: feet on the feet, Garbrandt's not touching him because oh, yeah, yeah. his his punching style is just he's a brawler. Yeah. He doesn't have any real technique. Although, you know what? I, I can't I can't say that because I didn't think Lineker was gonna touch Dotson. Dotson, oh, yeah. Lineker's punching style and, and the the fury and the flurries that he throws, Garbrandt kind of has a very similar style. And obviously different weight classes, apples and oranges. Well, no, same weight class well, now. No. Same weight yeah, class now, so never mind. Best. It is apples and apples. I didn't think that that Dotson was going to get touched by Lineker. I didn't either. I really didn't. That was way too quick. The the hand speed and the, and the precision of Lineker. So... To sit there and say that Cody can't touch him—obviously, no, we can't say that—and I, and I should stop saying these kind of things because yeah. I look stupid in the end. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: everyone touches everyone, and,
1: but right. But, but on paper, you look at it the way that, that Dominic really hasn't been touched outside of Dillashaw. You
2: know, let me clarify and see it's not going to touch him. It means that Dominic's going to dodge a lot of these strikes he's put up. Yeah, I, um, I was checking myself yeah, 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 because
1: yeah. I throw these kind of. Accusations heard, out there a I heard, I think lot, I and, should, and, and I should, should find that it's, yeah. it's
2: not a finality. It's not like he's going to go in and miss three hundred shots, right? But Dominic's going to dodge quite a few of those Absolutely. things, and it's going to set up more stuff. That's what we, you
0: mm-hmm. know, uh, obviously. I mean, if he's you look at a puncher like like uh, a Dillashaw, and you watch how Dillashaw was, like, what he did to guys like brow and that, and then when he went in against uh, Cruz, you're thinking, okay, he's you know, he's probably going to touch him up a little bit and go from there. And he did, you know, he did hit him here and there, but but Cruz made Dillashaw look, look really silly uh, at parts of that fight Really? and and I think that I mean I think Dillashaw, I mean, obviously Dillashaw is a more well rounded fighter than Garbrandt, so if if Dillashaw had, had that much trouble, and MMA math, you know, it's never hundred percent because it doesn't exist, but if Dillashaw had trouble, I can't see Garbrandt unless he's able just to get in like a Matt Serra GSP. And land that one shock punch that maybe drops them. I just don't see Garbrand getting the getting the job done. You
2: guys, did you guys see the old video where uh, Dominic Cruz beat up a
1: ninja? Yeah, the guy that came Hello. into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Okay,
2: I, I, was, oh, I gotta look that up. Oh yeah, it's, it's amazing. Dude. This What's guy up? comes. This dude. This dude just walks in off the street into uh, uh, where Dominic Cruz was training at the time, and he said he was a ninja. And he said MMA was BS, and he could take out you know anybody they had. They stuck Cruz against him, and Cruz whooped his ass. He did two rounds, and he made him tap both rounds. And afterwards, you know, the cats that were training with with Cruz are like, "I came in to watch this. What the hell is this? You know, if he was a real ninja, he wouldn't be able to see him anyway. And kill him in his sleep. All kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. Was, you know, it was great.
1: So this is <clears throat> this is this is tweet earlier. He said, uh, "Well, it says it makes no, it makes more sense for the UFC and Aldo to fight Cruz than it does for Cruz to fight Aldo. Cruz doesn't need him because uh, there was rumors going around last night about Cruz and Aldo, but nothing confirmed." Um, he said, "TJ obviously knows that Dominic hasn't signed a bite agreement, RLT wouldn't be calling him out on Instagram." Which there was a, an Instagram post yesterday where Dillashaw posted a picture of the belt and a bunch of money. Calling out uh, Dominic Cruz to take the fight and let's let's get paid here. Uh, and then this said earlier today is uh, in my opinion three bot agreements are sitting on Dominic's desk and for different reasons. TJ he said because he deserves it. Aldo to pacify him and Cody was to pacify favor. So I, I can see that being kind of uh, being tied into it a little bit. Uh, the the favor factor. Cause that's your eyes. Yeah, how many
0: more? How many more fights are we going to have where it's uh, Cruz versus Alpha Male? It's kind of becoming that weird, like MMA version of like Stone Cold versus the Corporation.
2: That's huh. recycled over and over
0: and over again. Yeah, well, it's, it's like it, it, no matter who he's fighting, they always bring up like when he fought Dillashaw, even though he was out of the camp. Oh, former Team Alpha Male. He fights Faber, oh huh? Team Alpha! Like every single time the cruise is mentioned, it's got to be Alpha Male. They have to go hand in hand. Oh, for sure. I mean, is,
2: is, is Bang still with them guys?
1: No, Bang's only been on. Own. No, Bang's that's long why TJ gone. left. Oh, that's why. Okay.
0: Bang, Bang went and opened up his
1: own gym. <clears throat> Bang and Faber never really got along. And I love that's... watching
2: Bang videos. Dude. If you guys haven't watched anything from Dwayne Ludwig, uh, you can. I mean, he's not. Uh, he was so far ahead of his time because he should be in there right now. Upon had such a great striker, it's amazing to watch his knockouts. Love watching the He's got the fastest knockout yep. ever, right? Four seconds, yep, something like that, something ridiculous.
0: Yep. And, uh, it took, and it took and forever because there was something that happened where he got into a fight with the UFC and the UFC uh, refused to recognize it, and they added on what? time onto it for the longest. the yeah, for the longest time they uh, they didn't recognize it. And then it wasn't until uh, a couple of years back when someone was knocked out in seven seconds and they said, well, you know, Ludwig actually has the record at this time, six seconds or whatever it was. And that wasn't like, the first time that they actually admitted that Ludwig had uh, the crazy fast knockout. Right.
2: It was nuts, too. I mean, it wasn't like a sloppy, you know, crazy knockout. It was like flash knockout. Dude came in, he got popped, it was over, I mean, it was real quick. But I love watching all the videos of Bang because he said, he's, such, he's it's a, Great striker. I mean, he folds dudes up. Well, my, He's explosive and awesome.
1: My first introduction to Cowboy was um, back when they did that tap out show on Versus, when you know the WEC was still on um, yeah. Versus. Oh, Network right. And that's where I first, the first time I ever saw Cowboy. He was training at Jackson at the time, and I think Bang might have been there doing work and stuff. But anyway, Greg Jackson. Was talking to the guys from Tap Out about him, and he was—they they called him Little Little Bang. they were like, you know, he reminds me so much of Dwayne, like the way he fights, and yeah. the, you know, they're both kickboxers. And right, right. So, Great we yeah, him. so that was that was like my first experience, in the Cowboy was that show, and uh, that always just stuck with me how Greg compared him to, to Dwayne. Yeah,
2: that's a hell of a right. problem.
1: Absolutely. Have, you know,
2: the Bangs. Are, it, it, you look at the dude. And he doesn't. I mean. Physically, he doesn't look like he could hit as hard as he does, but it just shows Shit. that you know techniques over strength because he's got same technique. Yeah, right? you know, crazy white boy. You know, he's nuts.
0: Yeah, we got so far off track on this Yeah, That's what this one's
1: about. Yeah,
2: right? this, is,
1: this is if you haven't guessed already, this one is just really a free for all show. We don't don't have any fights coming up all this right. weekend. We don't have any fights next weekend. Uh, not until November 5th. Right? Not November Tony. 5th with Tony and... and Tony and RDA? The RDA? Oh, yep. man. With, a, with yep. our, our city's own Tony Ferguson. And I'm
2: scared for Tony in this fight.
1: I am. I'm petrified. I'm, for I'm, legitim- I'm legitimately nervous for dude. Tony in this fight. I I, been, I
2: was nervous for Tony in uh, Barbosa's fight. Bad. I sent Jeff a message. I was like, fuck, dude. You know, I sent you the one yeah, yeah, at the end of the yeah, first. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you don't take him yeah. down, this is... Knock yeah, so, And he did, and he did it right. Got and, that and, You know, is a killer. Yeah. I absolutely love Barbosa. Yeah. Best yeah. knockout ever in my opinion. Yeah. This is the the heel kick on Terry
0: Adam.
2: Uh, <laughs> greatest knockout ever. So amazing.
0: You know. Uh, oh, it was the most that's the that's really the top knockout of all, all time, that kick. Absolutely. Oh yeah.
2: Um so he's but he's got RDA now, man. RDA is <laughs> it, is, he's, is all respect to Edson Barbosa This is RDA. This is a killer. He's a grappler. He's a striker. He's everything. Well, we saw Yeah,
0: but, but the question is, is what RDA are you getting? You're getting the one that, you know, had you know 17 fights, was basically a 500 fighter for the longest time yeah. before getting the title shot. And then are you getting the RDA that had that title run with uh, the win over uh, Cerrone and the no, win over uh, Pettis? Mm-hmm. Or are you, you going to get the RDA that showed up against... Um, uh, and Sidney Alvarez back in August. Like, who, who well, or, uh, back in July, who, which, which one are you going to see? Because there's so many different RDAs, you just don't know what one you're going to get.
1: Well, the last time RDA lost a fight was to Nurmagomedov. Yeah. And we all uh, kind of been, saw the, press, yeah, press, we yeah. kind of all saw the tear that he went on after that. Um, I Tony's definitely got all the tools he needs to beat. Yes. All right, and this is this is the test. This is what is yeah. going to elevate, if Tony wins this fight, it's going to be the thing that elevates him into that title this conversation. This is the career maker. This is definitely the career Whether maker. Whether he
2: goes, he goes yeah. up to the elite level or if he you know kind yeah. of stays at the level that he's at now, this is the maker
1: right here. Yeah.
2: Uh, <coughs> uh, maker break all, time. All the, 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 the Gleason T-Bows and the Abel Trujillo's and the Edson Barbosa's, they've all led up to this moment right now. Yep. This is
0: gonna be the fight, man. This is gonna be a exciting. I know, I a It's always fun to see these kind of fights too. Seeing that the uh, the rising star against the established veteran, it's always kind yeah. of fun to see is this guy legit or is he just gonna be a main uh, middle of the main card uh, for the rest of his career? You know, uh, I've been watching Rogan's
2: podcast lately. Right? I put it yep. on. I put it on at night yeah. when I go to lie down. I don't listen. You know, I do the 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 YouTube. Right. Yeah. And Eddie Bravo's was on there quite a bit. Oh, you, know, constantly. I, you know, him and Eddie are boys. Yeah. I mean, I watched all the way back to the, the 39th episode and, and Eddie's there, he's got like long hair
1: and, oh yeah, Eddie's, and, been like hippie, right? Eddie's been with Joe. Eddie's been with um, Joe forever. For Eddie
2: Brown was huge on Tony Ferguson, Very you know, he's very huge. Every time that they start talking about this division, Eddie's the first one to say, what about Tony? You guys keep forgetting about Tony. You think about Tony. It's not like they're forgetting. It's just Eddie's just so wants to put Tony in that conversation of the best in the division. You
1: know, it doesn't hurt that Eddie Bravo is Tony's jujitsu coach.
3: <laughs> it doesn't hurt. I mean, no, things. but you know, it doesn't hurt
1: things. No, that that, that Eddie Bravo is your is your jujitsu coach. He's you you a much better coach. You know, we nope. lost Ryan.
2: Him. We're gonna get Ryan back here. In a second. Yeah, you can't Gosh. really
1: pick a better better jits coach, in my opinion. He's, Boss, dude. Yeah, it's 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 like any any Mark Lehman, um anyone with the last name Gracie. Is that much. Yeah. yeah
2: okay.
1: Any anyone with the we last name Gracie, uh, Matt Sarah, you know. Yeah. Who was Gracie trained so Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's, he's always he's always big. And, you know, Joe's big, you know, Rogan and them, all those guys are big on Tony. They, yeah. all, they all think, you know, that he's awesome. Well, anybody you know, worth know. their weight in anything
1: is big on Tony because they know the potential that he's got and the it's, talent that yeah. he has. But, and he's got youth on his side.
2: Very much. You know,
1: creeping up on that 33 mark. Yeah, but,
2: you know, RDA is about 37, yeah. 38. He's creeping up on the 40 mark. Yep. You know. Nice. No, Tony's, uh, Tony's still
0: got, you know, a 33 year in the prime, baby. i kind of. I kind so of. 30. I kind of. What's that? 30 to 35. Every, anything with 30 to 35 is like great in his prime. Yeah. yeah no, he's you got he's,
2: experience and you got, you know, you got enough at
0: that point. Tony and I are the same age. He's, if he
1: isn't already 33, he will be 33 this year. So. Yeah. Um, Man, you're he old. He's, he's... Fuck off. He uh, <laughs> Tony was in the same grade as my sister. She's yeah. five years me. Yeah, Tony, Tony and I graduated together. Thirty-three, Same, you know? different schools, obviously, the same yeah. year. Well,
2: my sister went to school with him. Um,
1: Years, til, man, till Catholic til, bought him.
2: Till he went over to Muskegon Catholic Central. Till Catholic <laughs> bought him. Yeah, they bought him up because he was a
1: stud wrestler. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah. It, the only. He was their only. He was their only wrestler for the four years that he was in high school that was worth a shit. They had like one kid that was went to state their freshman year and then quit the team. And Tony was the only state finalist out of the five kids that they would Damn. house on a team every year. And then he brought him a state championship his senior year a hell of a good kid! Yep. Any
2: he, he bartender around here? Yeah,
1: um, yep. The place the, it used to be jalapeno. Uh, Captain Jacks. Captain Jacks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He would bartender. That's where, that's where I met him the first time. Cause he was, just, uh, yeah, he, was, he was a little bit young for me
2: to meet through school, right? But uh, I took my <laughs> sister out and stuff, and she knew, you know, she knew who he was. I said, oh, yeah. How you doing, kid? You know. Yeah. And, right. and we talked about throughport and stuff, and just got to sit there and know him over, the, you know. And then over the course of the next, you know, a few months, he would come in on the weekends. Bartend when he wasn't in school. Yeah, in he was. It was at Grand Valley wrestling, a, yeah, wrestling was, uh, for the
1: Division Two club team at, at GVSU. Yeah, I think he was a national placer there too.
2: Well, he would he would come on the weekends make a little extra money. Yep. You know, sling drinks over at Captain Jack's, so we'd go in there to start the night. Just I, and I always had a great conversations with him. He was always really cool. You know, though. Know? Yeah. You know very what? humble cat. You know, always smiling. Huge ears. I mean, he's just. a
1: do for for dude, a little a
2: great, good solid dude
1: for a little tiny not not even an official NCAA program they're just I think they're still considered a club sport thanks to Title 9 but Grand Valley State University Laker Wrestling Club has the distinction of being able to hold two current UFC fighters from their roster they have Tony and Kevin Lee yeah. Oh right yeah Kevin Lee's from there too I mean Kevin you know Kevin's still in that up and coming up and coming phase we're high on him obviously because yeah. he's local and and everything like that trained out of well, originally was training out of Grand Rapids at Triumph MMA but yeah I mean that that's a pretty cool thing for a small little college like that to yeah. be able to hang their hat on and say that we got two one guy that's up you know towards the top of the upper echelon on the yeah. 155 and another one that's up and coming you see that a lot from big programs you know ASU's oh, got sure. ASU's got Kane and yeah. and other guys like that um Oklahoma State's got some some I mean, guys...
2: You didn't even expect to have a Michigan-Michigan State. They're both solid wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, Michigan WWE.
1: State has Rashad and Gray. Um, I, I don't think any Michigan wrestlers have ever I was just going to say, play. I don't think any Michigan wrestlers have made it to I mean, the UFC or the bigger. There's some
2: great, uh, you know, like in uh, pro wrestling, the Steiner Brothers are both Michigan wrestlers. Yep. And You know, Matt Brank went to the Junior Olympics. He was from Fruitport. and went yep. to wrestle for UFM They They tend to... Uh, Michigan wrestlers tend to go like that amateur route, and they kind of stay there. With yeah. The Olympics, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, you see a
1: team? lot more guys now. Um, a lot of guys it, that don't make, even even some that do make the Olympic teams, um, the bigger college guys. A lot of them are signing signing deals straight away. You got a couple of guys that were are coming up through in Bellator right now, are about to make their debut. Um, Bubba Jenkins, no, Bubba Jenkins is already fighting. Um, there's a few other ones. Yeah, no, Bubba Jenkins is one of them. There's a couple of guys from Penn State um, that were national title holders and stuff like that that are coming through.
2: Big Ten's big on wrestling. Big, big Ten,
1: oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for some more guys out of Iowa. But, you know.
2: Iowa used to be the premier yeah. wrestling. Iowa, Minnesota. They still are. They yeah.
1: still are. It's it's Iowa. Minnesota's always up yeah. in there. Gopher's uh, up Oklahoma there. State's always in the running with John Smith, but. Lately, actually, the most dominating program in the in the nation has been Penn State University with the great Cal Sanderson coaching. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, you got uh, Penn State, obviously. Like I said, Iowa Iowa State was in the mix for a while. Kevin Kevin Jackson's the head coach there. Took over from Cale when Cale went back, won a couple of na- team national championships, and then got this job at Penn State and split.
2: I almost forget. I mean, like college football. Is obviously the biggest collegiate sport in terms of media, by far. But I wish we'd, we'd have more uh, media coverage of wrestling. Oh, because, dude! You know, national I mean, championship. I can find it oh, absolutely.
1: I mean the national the national title tournament is covered completely by ESPN. You have to go into their like ESPN U yeah. You can get every every round.
2: Oh, definitely. Because I'll you sit
1: know, there. I sit there and do I can it. watch it all day long. Oh, me too. Yeah. The national championship. And that that night is like a holiday for me. I watch that religiously every year. Big Ten championships too.
2: Well, how big is uh, amateur wrestling and collegiate wrestling in Canada, Ryan?
0: It's honestly, it's not really that big. Okay. <laughs> uh, everything here really does take a back uh, back burner to, to hockey. Hockey, obviously, yeah. yeah. A lot. You get a lot of coverage because of the from the Triple A's, Double A's, Single A, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, the Ontario Juniors and
0: yeah, like, I mean, we, for the moment, we, for the guys who are like fourteen; they're getting signed into the OHL, well, anywhere in the CHL, really. Oh yeah, um, so that's where like a lot of that goes really? to. So we don't really see too much of the wrestling.
1: I think I think our team is in one of the, the junior leagues with, uh, with either the CHL. Where is the who do the Jacks play for? We've got a minor league hockey yeah. team that's. that's the Griffins and the. Griffins like, uh, right are in the, I, or the <laughs> AHL. AHL. They're the AHL. But, but, yeah. but the, the the Lumberjacks, yeah. when they retooled, they came back as a junior league team. Yeah. So we got kids that are 15, 16, 17, so 18 year old
0: back to the yeah. yeah, there's there's one the that's. Sure that's I, don't, um, I can't think of who it is, but there's one team for sure in the AHL. We've got or the uh, we, OHL, oh, 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 sorry, OHL.
1: Oh. Yeah. My, maybe it is yeah. the OHL. I can't remember what league we're in now, but yeah, obviously hockey's a big thing. I, I no, hockey's huge here too. I mean. this like hey, you don't hear a lot of you, you don't, don't hear know. a lot of about amateur any kind of amateur wrestling out of Canada. No, no. Oh,
0: uh-huh.
1: Do you guys no, even? I,
0: mean, I think for me, the biggest thing, and this I think is the 2002 Olympics was uh, Daniel Gallia. when he won. He be uh, that was like, the first time that I think I've ever And since ever have heard wrestling in Canada mentioned in the in the same article.
1: Oh, the O2 Olympics. That yeah. was, the, was that Rulon? I think that was Rulon's. Rulon Gardner? I think that was the year Rulon beat the Russian.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Or that was Sanderson's. No, I mean, it was a 2000, I think it was 2002 2000. was the yeah, winter.
2: 2006, 2000. Yeah. It was Anglin 96 and Rulon Gardner in 2000. 2000, yeah, and then, 2000, the back, and then the 2004.
1: And 2004 was Kale. Yeah, okay.
0: Kale, Kale Wright in 2004, because I don't think you were all you were there. Because Yuval Romero is one of the only people in competition. I all, all, all two Canadian listeners are probably going to yell at me now for not knowing the collegiate well, wrestling in Canada. There was, there was a long,
1: for a long period of time, um, a lot of talk that George was going to try to compete in the Olympics for Canada.
0: Yeah, I, I that, was, uh, that was the big thing that was happening around two thousand. In
1: 2012. Yeah, I was gonna say it was, it was really hot in 2008, and then you know, still kind of there in 2012, but he was winding down in his career. So,
0: um... see, so he and he never wrestled. No, he uh, was a gymnast up wasn't until he? MMA, and that's one of the reasons I remember him always saying he would never do it was because these guys have been wrestling since you know four or five years old. They start out, yeah. and he would be at such a disadvantage because he wasn't, and he wasn't just re- practice wrestling. He would always have, like, other, uh, like, boxing and, and Muay Thai and stuff like that. So while well, these guys are focusing 8, 10, 12 hours a day on one thing for, uh, you know, 14, 15 years, he would have been at such a disadvantage. And if he tried for the uh, Olympic trials, he, he it that he would have been embarrassed.
2: What about, um, I mean, you mentioned JSP. What about all this shit going on with him right now, dude?
1: Yeah, you are a resident GSP. Well, I look
2: to you for the GSP
1: knowledge. You know. This week in the yeah, world,
0: yeah, uh, I mean it's the, it's been a crazy couple of days with all the stories uh, announcing he's a free agent. And once that story broke, it was just a matter of time before the UFC came out and said that they that it wasn't true. Uh, but hey, there's so much to it. Um, just like, it's such a like where. What does he do? Like he can go and he can fight for the money at Viacom. Uh, he can take up Askren's challenge and go to Japan. Yeah, I, I I don't think he he's not going to be as big a draw if it's not the UFC. The other organizations might be able to give him more money, but they're not going to give him the eyes. And this point in his career, what's the point of going and fighting for a secondhand title? and he's got enough money. It's always been said that he was the highest-paid fighter for the longest time in the UFC.
3: Um,
0: If he goes into the UFC, he's going to get probably picked apart by most people that he would have to fight. Going up against lesser challenges for more money might be nice, but for what? He has such a great legacy in MMA. Why tarnish it by going and fighting... Joe Smith off the street, you know, it just That's, it doesn't make sense yeah. for me. Amazing. I'm kind of, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Like, what does it? It just kind of iron itself out, and he just says, you know, I'm a free agent, but I'm actually, I am done. I don't want to compete. Maybe he does like the Randy Couture thing where they do a show on Bellator and he's going to be like a, like a judge or a coach or something like that. I could see that making more sense. But competing-wise, I think there's no need for him at 35, 36 with the, the way that his last couple fights went. I don't really need to see him anymore.
1: You 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 made mention of the, the legacy thing. And this isn't pertaining to George so much, but it was just the tarnishing of the legacy that kind of made me think about this. I was telling you guys earlier... Um, I started listening to a, a podcast out of Ireland called the Severe MMA Podcast, and they were the first episode that I was listening to was their recap of uh, 204 and everything like that. Or yeah, 204, and, and they're talking about Dan and Dan's legacy and how the one guy I, I don't I can't remember his name exactly because it's first time listening through, but he made his point was he really wished that Hendo would have walked away off of the uh, Fedor knockout. It don't, right. get more, it don't get any bigger than that. No. And, the lockout on a high note deal. And granted, he came back into the UFC, had that war with Shogun, which was a great fight. But from there, you know, the losses start happening. And, yeah, granted, some of the losses were to, <sighs> to guys like Daniel Cormier, but you weren't even competitive in that fight. You got ragdolled around. Yeah, exactly.
0: Why, why come back and, and, and fight someone that's on their way up?
1: doesn't you
0: can, just like this is why you need the just a specific organization, and it's just old veterans just fighting old veterans. They
1: have it. It's called Bellator. <laughs> 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 oh, you said that softball up but he,
2: yeah. You just let you let me have.
1: Yeah, and I just I just wanted to kind of bring that yeah. point up about you know when you said that about tarnishing his legacy, that that made me think of the conversation that I heard today. So. That's a that's a really great point. I, I the only fights really I wanna see with George would be like the Diaz fight. I I, I guy him well, and you
0: were you were talking heavily about uh buying uh one F C for Askrin GSP you Yeah. oh yeah. That. Yeah,
1: if if I was having trouble sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, George I, I respect and love George a lot, but he's not the most exciting fighter. He's he's the master of the lay and pray Yeah
2: He's an effective player Very effective Very good at
1: what he does Obviously He's an effective player But He
0: he was definitely At his prime No matter what the game plan was And a lot of his opponents Even said it When When he Faced you In the first minute He had you beaten It was just a matter of Could you get the 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 Matt Sarah One shot And get And get the win Somehow steal it it wasn't until he fought, you know, a fantastic wrestler like uh, like Johnny Hendricks, that he really started. It really, really showed uh, the next level of competition, and that he was not able to compete at it anymore.
2: Yeah, uh, George I, is what 35? 35,
1: 35 currently pushing thirty six. So
2: George is thirty five. He's got nothing left to prove in the world of MMA. He's worth twenty five million dollars. He's already had his hand in some acting yep. and did fairly well. Yeah, you know he wasn't going to win any awards. He, right was, yeah, he
0: was. He was. He was. given the role of a French kickboxer. How could he let that one down?
2: <laughs> I've seen other actors fail in, in, in yeah. easier roles.
0: Have so. you
1: watched any movie yeah. that Hulk Hogan ever did? <laughs> yeah, he played a wrestler
0: you're, you're in the deny Rocky. That's 3. the
1: only. Okay, that doesn't. Okay. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Have you watched any movie that Hulk Hogan starred in?
0: Mr. Nanny? Yes.
1: Oh. Terrible. Oh. <laughs> Suburban <laughs> Commando? <laughs>
0: Suburban Commando.
1: Terrible. Oh, I forgot about
0: that one. I yeah. think I actually... Noel's Barn was, was decent.
2: <laughs> Noel's Barn was funny and it meant to be serious. Serious. You know. Uh, George, zero left to prove, and if he's just going to keep having fights over and over with the UFC about his retired is he not can he play here can he not can he just hang it up. Go home. You got a hot chick at home. You got a bank full of money.
0: You got the aliens. Man, you got it all man. Why not? Just chill. Let it go. Just chill George.
2: Go take up Canada. And the
0: thing and the funny thing is when you hear the the lawyers and they're talking about well his contract has to be void because the UFC hasn't offered him a fight in this long. Um, well, in, in December 2013, he announced he's walking away. To this day, he's never actually said, I'm coming back. Yeah, he has so not until he says Until he says, I'm coming back, the UFC doesn't have to offer him a fight.
1: You know they have offered him fights. I'm oh, yeah.
0: The and, and we've heard them trying to line up, like Woodley and, and him talking. Like, a lot of these guys have said that they want to fight him, Even, uh, but he has to say the magic words. I want to fight again in the UFC, and then the, then they'll, you'll see the contracts start just piling up on his desk of who's gonna who do you want to fight? Right. He's gonna have his yeah. pig.
2: I guarantee even the stuff that we haven't heard of. You know, we've heard of the Woodley and Snack. I can guarantee the last three years they've sent feelers to oh, him. Oh, for sure. And they've sent fight 100%. to him when Johnny yeah. when Johnny won the Dozens. title
1: when Johnny won the title. You know, they were like, "Hey, man." Yeah. You want this fight? Oh, Let's do
0: this again. Oh, you don't okay. think that last year alone, when Ronda Rousey was knocked out and when John Jones was getting arrested, you don't think that they're like, like quick, quick, quick. We got to get him online. Get him online. We need yeah, him Tom right George. now.
3: Yeah.
0: The when, they is... had, when they had one person that was Conor McGregor and he's only fighting twice a year, there's still 10 plus months that you need to get some a, a name in there.
1: Yep. Absolutely. The biggest hang-up keep, er, that we all keep hearing about has been this, the contract dispute. The fact that George is sponsored by and paid very well by Under Armour, and Reebok's yep. like, nah, you're wearing our gear. And George is like, nah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck
0: you, guys. Because, like... Well, and it's funny because we've seen guys I was like Conor gonna- McGregor and, like, Rory McDonald have other... Sp- Robbie, stuff. Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler he, that, is an
1: Adidas sponsored fighter. Rory is yeah. sponsored by Reebok.
0: Does it? Was uh, anyway. Wait, come on. Well, I mean like Monster, they had like Monster. Part of, of, have is, on Monster on their, is a UFC
1: as part of the UFC Man. deal. They're not part of the Reebok deal, but they are an official UFC sponsor. So, so he can get he away, away with it. But like Robbie, Robbie, oh, okay, I see. Robbie is sponsored by Adidas. And anytime outside of him walking to the cage or having to do and even I, th- I don't even think he wears Reebok at, a, at presser events and shit like that just when he goes to the cage but you see him like training in the uh, embedded uh, shit he's all wearing Adidas because yeah. that's who pays him all right? so I get where George right. is coming from on it well,
0: but I mean, how great would it be if they walk down and they, you know, he steps into the the thing you know, they're testing the, you know, making sure everything looks good the gloves the mouthpiece blah 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 and he takes his shirt off, and he has one of those big temporary tattoos of Under Armour on his back. What's your going <laughs> to say? Well, we're going to give you the bonus, right? Oh, like, yeah. George Samvier, keep your keep your two thousand dollars. I'll walk away with two million dollars. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly, exactly. This whole thing's a giant mess. It's it, it's a big dick showing competition. Uh, Dana yeah. Dana continues to insult George, and tell he really doesn't want to fight, which. It doesn't really look like you want to fight, man.
0: No, if he wanted to fight, we would have we would have heard by now that he's coming back, and they would have had something lined up. You know, Conor McGregor. There was the rumor if, if McGregor beat uh, Diaz, he was going to get GSP. There was, I mean, all these names keep on popping up, and it just seems that George St. Pierre always finds a way out of it. Yep. Oh, this guy lost. Oh, this guy has a fight tied up. Oh, this guy lost. Oh, this guy's got a fight tied up. Like, it, it, If he wanted to fight, he would have taken anyone by now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think eventually it gets done. It just doesn't get done anytime soon. Um, he's still got years left. No. It's, like he's, it's not like he's in his you know, early 40s. For sure, for you know. sure. I mean, he's definitely into the twilight of his career. Yeah. But I, there's nothing at the top...
0: For him anymore. Him against well, he's even kind of hinted that if he did come back, he would only want to fight for money. Oh, yeah. He Absolutely. wouldn't want the stress of the title anymore. No.
1: And yeah, it, exactly. Well, I mean, that's that's just being self-aware, looking at the killers at the top of the, the food chain and knowing, yeah, I don't got that in me anymore. Right, being honest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Take the big money fight against, you know, fight Anderson.
0: People, I mean, would, that, like, how close would they, do you think that fight actually was when all that stuff was being said last week? I don't, I don't I mean, know. Did they, they were, it was as close, close as they were saying, or uh, It's hard to tell. I don't
1: think they tell. were
2: as close as they really
1: were. I don't think they were either. I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. But I mean that that's a fight that, that could people will still buy. Definitely. Um, years yeah.
2: From now,
1: Diaz. If dude if they could have made oh, if they could have made Diaz versus him at at in the uh, Toronto. Oh my god. Huge. Huge wow. Yeah,
0: because see, like, like, there, that dude. could that card is suffering so much right now.
1: Yeah, that card is shit. It's yeah. shit. <laughs>
2: Who's they put in the main,
0: Rumble and D C and this is where Rumble I got in that big guy. old
1: argument on Twitter about because DC is not a draw. No. There's he Rumble, said it himself. Rumble he's could pissed.
2: Be, Rumble couldn't be with, with proper investment because he's got the luck yep. and he's got explosiveness and you know so on and so forth. Too many holes in his game. Way now. too many holes in his game. too many weaknesses on the ground. He's not going to he's got he's got the tools to be it, but he's not gonna be it. Rumble
1: here. Rumble's thing is though, is that He's a great fighter, but he's not... He doesn't have the personality to draw people. No, no, John, no he, John, he does John, no. on oh. top of being an amazing fighter at the time... I mean, when he came around and first burst on the scene, he was so innovative and yeah. just just breathtaking and yeah. awe-inspiring.
0: But John he's also... you still leaving, haven't seen anyone that's been able to emulate what John Jones nope. does for that size. No, you're not
1: going... Absolutely not. But John also has a personality.
2: Yeah, he was always uh, a great promo, you know, good interviewer. No, he was a great promo, he was energetic, Um, he spoke well, could articulate what he wanted to say, um, on top of being a literal killer in the ring, it was outstanding and uh, striking and unique, you know, striking and stuff that made people go, whoa, because I said this before, and since we're doing a recap show, and, uh, you know, as I'll say it again, I watched John Jones the first time with Rich Cerritos. Rich Cerritos is my brother in law lives across the state. Yep. And Rich and I, Rich is uh, the same thing, been MMA fans since day one, just like us. He work perfect in a show if we could ever get him a, a guest spot.
0: Uh, is this you know, your way, John me that I'm done? I'm yep.
2: just getting to that. <laughs> well, the future is never, buddy.
0: One year in a row, Ryan. See ya. Yep. So we watched John that was the and big the first draw.
1: Time
3: and,
2: and the first time he came out, I was like, who is this lanky. You know, little nutty. You know, he's, he's not, he has no meat on his bones. What the hell is he going to do? He's got chicken legs. He came out and he threw those straight. I was like, holy shit. Dude. Who was the first
1: fight you saw him oh fight
2: against? Oh, um,
0: Was it Bonner?
2: No, it was before that. It was, it was nobody.
0: It was like, it was it, uh, was it Goosemow
3: at 83? Look
1: at you. <laughs> Look, I think I got
0: the name wrong, though. I'm, I'm staring
1: at the computer screen just, like, looking at the picture of you. <laughs> and just, like, I wish you could see him. I wish we were on video call so you could see my face and
0: just look how uh, ridiculous... It was like, Andre, Andre Guzman. Am, am I getting anything near that right? He's pulling it name. up.
1: He's pulling it up right now.
0: I know he fought at 80. I want to say 83...
1: His first fight was at 187 eighty seven against Andre Guzmán. Eighty seven, okay.
0: I, no,
2: because it wasn't. Uh...
1: So I, I want to say my first experience with him was was. I think it was Jake O'Brien. I was gonna say most people, oh, a lot of people, it was Jake O'Brien. Yeah, I think it was Jake O'Brien.
2: A lot of people, so.
1: a lot of people, was Jake O'Brien, and that might have been. I think I saw him fight against Bonner. Uh I, I remember the Jake O'Brien fight, and obviously I remember the Matt Hamill fight because I was a big Matt Hamill fan at the time. Well, Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the last we time I've so seen
2: him on, on 94, but I don't remember. Right. You know, I, I, I want to
1: say that I do remember because Stephen Bonner was a name in my head at the time because I didn't really care for Stefan Bonner from The Ultimate Fighter. And obviously, yeah. everybody knows Stephen right, Bonner right. From, the, from the fights. But um, man, man, it's, I, it's, it's either the Jake Jay O'Brien O'Brien, yeah. Jake O'Brien, or the the Brandon or the Matt Hamill loss. But but
0: that, that yeah, from, lost, I, I like, remember watching it in, uh, the Ninety four, uh, only for the you know going to uh, went to the bar to see uh, Saint Pierre Penn, and uh, this guy sat to sit uh, beside me and the wife. We just got got to talking. He's like, "What? You, how fast do you think?" Bonner? I said, "You know, well, I couldn't even guess how fast in the first round. Bonner would probably knocked him out because I I'd There's no idea who he was. No, and then just dear Christ, spinning elbows." Belly to back suplexes, spinning back kicks. It's like I'm sitting there, like, like what is this guy? Like, oh. It was just, it was insane to see what he was able to do, and he made Bonner look like Bonner was like, in his second fight in MMA, and he was at like, the the uh, the Wiley champion.
1: Right. Well, I mean, even even the the fight against O'Brien, like nobody thought for sure that he was gonna beat Jake O'Brien. Jake O'Brien had a lot of hype right. behind him at the time. He was he was coming up through the ranks and John uh, fucked him up.
0: Ooh. Dude, that train off right the rail. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Ooh. About this one? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we we were just kinda like looking through news stories and um we're so apparently uh, Baby Slice, Kimbo Slice Jr.'s son will not be making his oh. debut tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Got pulled off the card due to weight issues. Concerned about his was it his or is his opponents. opponent? Opponents. Yes. Opponents. I'm just reading that now. It. It's like 25 pounds overweight coming wow. in. Holy shit!
0: When was the fight to... supposed to happen?
1: Uh, the fight was supposed.
0: I think the fight card supposed to be tomorrow night. To be tomorrow. Yeah. This is the one from um, this England. His a, is a opponent can get a hold of uh, Cyborg and see how she does it. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Speaking of Cyborg. Holy crap. She laid out the easiest softball in the world with this, right? Anyone who's anyone could knock this out. Are know. you talking about
1: the one on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, she says, I, almost, she says, I almost took the bait.
2: Ronda Rousey doesn't have the balls to fight me.
0: Yeah. I almost took the bait. Oh, I posted it on our page, and all I put was. Too That's too the easy. best yeah. thing I've heard today. Too
2: easy. I couldn't even make a joke. It was too. It spoke for itself. Yeah.
0: She
1: she had she went on this rant up on Twitter too about um, about Dana and I, somebody was retweeting it because I don't really follow her but um, she just make the fucking weight shut up and make the weight that's all I, that's
0: it just shut up and make the weight how what's the closest she's gotten like two pounds away a pound and a half away 137, thirty seven think? yeah one thirty seven yeah. What can we do? Like boxing, how like the women's one thirty seven pound belt? Boxing has like random weight classes where they end and where they start. Um, Why not just make a
2: forty five division for the women?
1: Not enough. Not enough fighters. Not enough fighters.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they said they said the same thing though about one fifteen. 145 okay. I yeah, I mean, could definitely get stacked if they if, if they do it the right way. In Vita
1: has a 45. If Invicta has a 45, 45, that's she's the champion. But there's yeah. no. The thing is, though, man, the the difference with 15 is they had they had stars that they could build around. Yeah. They already had right. they already had Paige in their pocket. You know, uh, she was just too young to be on that episode of The Ultimate Fighter. They brought in people with names already attached to them, like Tisha Torres. i granted she wasn't a huge name, but in the world of women's MMA, she was there. But I don't, I don't think the 145 division is deep enough. And the problem is, is if they bring in 45, it's going to water down 35 because a lot of those girls are going to stop cutting weight. Yeah, but that could be a good thing too. Oh, it.
0: You might be able to see certain fighters fighting at a. But, uh, at better health
1: i don't disagree with you there at all but but I'm just saying that thirty five isn't a deep division as it is you know what I mean
0: it's got, own, it's it's got that little cluster cut, at the, cut of cut the top. of one thirty five change it to like you know keep it as bantam weight but change it to a one forty because five pounds isn't terrible for uh, for those girls
1: no i I don't disagree but i just i don't know man i I don't think there's I think it's a good idea, but if you look through and look around in rankings of women's MMA, I'll, even even in Invicta, like you look at the girls that Cyborg was
0: beating in Invicta. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, they're, they're nothing, no. They're,
1: they're, they're sparring partners for her to really whoop on. So that's all it's going to be is they're going to open up a division so that she can be happy. And then she just continues to beat people up and, and, call, out people from other and divisions. call out people in other divisions. Instead of just making the divisions
0: making it to the division yourself. I wouldn't have seen her going up against uh, Dominic Cruz.
2: (laughs) She does have bigger balls. (laughs) (laughs) I said I wasn't going to make the joke. Damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, um, um, The UFC, man, and uh, all of the the changes that are happening since the sale, um, look how many dudes have been have lost their job because of this. I wonder, what I wonder is, you know, like so many times you see a, a corporate buyout and they say, don't worry. Everyone's yeah, job safe. Yeah, you get that
0: memo. You know,
2: your job is safe. All we're doing is, you know, it's just going to be a new day and everyone's going to get more money and we're all going to be married. they came in and they gutted the joint.
0: Well, that's how everyone's going to get more money. There's less people to take.
2: <laughs> They're doing that that new age business tactic where they, they can hire... You know, one point five twenty somethings fresh out of college instead of paying, you know, the the twelve year veterans who have a proven record of making you money. It's stupid. Right. It's really it's a stupid, stupid practice. Because there's that, that cat uh, that we were talking about earlier that uh, Gary Cook, the chief brand officer, who made them millions every
0: year. Yeah, good good riddance to him though. He's a, anyone who's related anyone who's uh, involved with Manchester City <laughs> yeah, I don't need you around. Oh God!
1: Get uh, your man, you bias out oh of here! Oh my goodness! Um, no!
2: <laughs> well, they, they they fired the, the Canadian dude too. That uh, the head of Canadian operations
0: gone. Right? Yeah. Yeah. um, I got to get my resume all fixed up. Yeah. No shit. a job opening, man.
2: You get that job, we better see some free tickets for the average Joe's.
0: Right? And airfare included. Uh, Word oh, I mean, discount sounds better.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm allowed in Canada. Yeah, discount. That's I to not... get some money somehow, oh, man. Come not, on, that's not how you say free.
3: That's <laughs> not what you do. For <laughs> friends, that's yeah. not what
1: you do for your friends, man. If I had a job in the UFC, I'd get you free tickets.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Hey, I'm still waiting on my first average Joe's paycheck. Yeah, yeah, us too. Had, Sorry. Bro, uh, Dave's, Dave's getting a sponsor by Domino's. I've we'll, seen let's you, we'll let
1: you know as soon as those sponsorship checks start yeah. coming in. Yeah. Why don't you talk to your boss
0: at work and see if he wants to sponsor a show.
2: Maybe Grado will send us
0: hey, like 10 it, bucks. I said, Dave has connections to Domino's. Get on it.
2: <laughs> we did Grado a favor this week. So true. So maybe Grado will send us 10 Scottish dollars or whatever the hell they
1: call <laughs> it. Together. Um... So we should probably talk about uh, BJPenn.com reporting that Michael Bisbing is being targeted to jump onto UFC 206 because it's a sinking ship and okay, already and somebody's got to help Daniel Cormier out. Didn't
2: Bisbing get like a long suspension?
1: He's got a suspension, but... Um,
0: we all know it can medical be cleared. all I yeah. mean, he, yeah, it could be Conor McGregor at two hundred two at a six month, and he's fighting already, right? Right. Yeah. All
1: all he's got to do is just the, they've got to clear him for no cuts, and yeah, medical cons, medical suspensions can be cleared in an hour if there's no broken yeah. bones or cuts. Yeah. And obviously, he was split open from scar tissue, but that'll be healed that up before really the matter. fight. Everyone gets that. Yeah, that's
2: got scar tissue. Everyone,
1: you know. But uh, yeah, they're they're saying you know this this was. Like I said, BJ doc bjpen.com broke the story, and then uh, Talk MMA was talking about it that it's you know he's being rumored and uh, you know it could possibly be against Nick Diaz. I'm looking forward to the return. I Nick. really hope it would. You, you know what? That
0: that fight gets made, and just wait for the backlash from. Everyone that we talked about after the 204 card, all you, you know, you the Romeros, the Souzas, the Widemans, the Rockholds, everyone and their moms are gonna come out of the woodwork to talk about how unfair it is that Disney's getting a, a Nick Diaz fight.
1: You know who should come out of the woodwork and talk about how unfair it is? Gagar Musasi. And while yeah. I said while I said on this show that Gagar needs another fight sure. before because the, for the shit to clear up, but. Here you go. Perfect scenario. Both these guys. Gaynor, definitely walking around perfectly healthy after the beating the shit out
0: of Vitor oh, Belfort.
1: Definitely.
0: Right. Let yeah. him fight Bisbee.
1: Go for
0: it. Let, them, let, let well, those he's gotta two be fight. Care- He's got to be careful, though, because, you know, every corner he turns, Conor McGregor could be standing there with a knife.
1: <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love Conor.
0: But yeah, I would. It's I would like, much rather. Conor is really getting to that New York City atmosphere feel, eh? Yeah, <laughs> we, we use
2: guns out
1: there. Right? But the thing is, they won't make the Musasi fight for that because the only reason they're going to bring Bisbing in is so they can bring in Diaz because it's going to bring eyes to the pay per view. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it it doesn't Daniel if, Cormier can't sell.
2: It doesn't matter if Bisbing. If I mean, it does, but hear me out. It Doesn't really matter so much if this being lost to that belt to at to Musasi because at the end of the day, it's good. Weidman or Rockhold, whoever wins that little, you know, four-way dance thing, I go on, still going to get the title shot. They're still going to go on to. Yeah. You know, they're still going to beat whoever is the champ at the time. You know what I mean? Um, those. It's yeah, one, the, it's the, one of those four shots.
0: It's just a matter of who's it against. Mm-hmm.
2: So if it makes sense and, and you can you know and you can sell Musashi and Bisping and I think you can you know I don't think it's it's you know groundbreaking. <sighs> sales and numbers, but I think enough you know, people buy a Bisping with fight to make it at least profitable. I, I think you know, so. On top of having Rumbling and there and some but, other stuff. Yeah, they're car, definitely,
1: you know, I mean, if they're going to throw Bisping on there, they got to throw them in there with somebody making money because...
2: I don't know how, did you guys see how well 204 sold?
0: I did
1: not. I didn't see that one. I
0: have not, no. I can't imagine it sold great. It, that card wasn't that good. I can imagine the numbers. If you see like the European buys, it'd be probably really impressive. But I don't think the fan. American buys will be that that big. Less than hundred five, right around the corner.
1: Yeah, less less than two uh, hundred thousand. Less than two hundred thousand, according to Dave Meltzer.
0: just really appreciate Conor McGregor, right? When you see the, the, okay. the, the fact that he's able to sell that much more just by himself, right? Just
1: under just under 300,000. Yeah. So, Bisbig Hendo sold better
0: than
1: DC Gustafson. Suck it, the guy I was arguing with on Twitter.
2: This is one of my favorite pages to watch, payout.com. Oh nice. They, they have a, a ton of stuff. They're usually Behind though, because they wait until they get precise and exact numbers before they post anything. So, I mean, their their last post was 202. Right. But they get, you know, they get the numbers that you need. And this is the page that I used to argue when Dana said, Oh, Ron Rousey's the biggest star we ever had. And we'll look at this right here. Right. 1.6, 1.6, 1.65 million buys. That's And then, then Before that Aldo McGregor 1.2 million I mean everything McGregor McGregor's easily Wow The biggest star Johnson
1: Gucci With 125k mm-hmm. That's just
2: And
0: that's still One of my Favorite fights To watch The gooch
2: Johnson And Bogdanov, 115k Oh Bog- Ali Bogatinoff, yeah Yeah uh, They had A Bellator One in there Rampage of King Mo But that's because you know,
1: that's, that's their only yeah, pay-per-view Exactly
2: But you can go back and see like uh Silva
1: so Weidman sold 550,000 These guys didn't do
2: shit yeah. Henderson had a
0: good two favorite Oh
1: Henderson was a god-awful rate mm-hmm. champion, he was
0: terrible He was Yeah, he was one of those guys that It's almost like the Demetrius Johnson Kind of thing, like he can be really Really fun to watch, but for some reason No one wants to pay attention to him yeah. This is a, this is like a his strategy. fights against Edgar were, were amazing.
1: Oh, John, oh, 115000 for the. But that card was supposed to be. I want to say that was supposed to. Someone else was supposed to be on that UFC 191 card. And that that might have been one of Widening <coughs> or something. Johnson wasn't supposed no. to headline that alone. They were supposed to. Oh, which on. one? Uh, 191, where Johnson and Dotson, too. Because it was like a, a one hundred and fifteen thousand buy rate, but some shit happened. that Was that the
0: heavyweight title fight they got?
1: Could uh, have been. Could out. It was uh, initially. It
2: was, uh, oh uh, yeah, Cormier and Gus. It was
1: supposed to be Cormier and Gus. So and it wasn't going to
2: sell much more anyway.
1: Well, then that ended up being the next next. Uh,
0: but there was something else.
1: The main was, was Arlovski and Mirror. There were some other fights that were supposed to be on there. I think some. Ashton
2: uh, Leslie Smith pulled out. Um, I don't know.
1: Some a lot of shit. Yeah, I, one remember, one I remember. I remember a one lot was, of shit going down yeah, with that, one that one card.
2: one of those fights was clusterfuck. I mean, they were scrambling to put it back together because it was it was getting ripped apart by yep. this fighter, this fighter, that fighter. Yeah. Uh, Touchy Feely is supposed to face Clay Collar. That one got scrapped. Because wasn't a lot of wasn't
1: food. that so was it supposed to be Gus
0: and Jones and then Jones got Paul. Rumble and Jones.
1: No Rumble. I remember Rumble um, and
0: Jones. That was the, that was eighty seven. No, yeah,
1: Rumble Rumble was on the undercard of this yeah. one against Manoa and uh, Van Zant fought. Uh, uh, I can't. I can't think of Chambers. Re- oh yeah, Alex Chambers. And then Mir and Arlovski.
2: But, it's, I mean, even still, it remains it was like one of the lowest bought yeah pay per views in UFC. Yeah. But yeah, movies. I mean,
1: and look underneath that, that was, that was the uh, two the shitty two hundred and fifty with Gustafson yeah. and Cormier. And then you get back to back million buys. Yeah, Rousey, Holm, and McGregor. Middle. and Aldo,
2: and as me, McGregor wasn't though McGregor beat her again. Advises, and then McGregor goes on, and you know, it just it's just—it's baffling to me how how Dana White, who's the the, the the backbone of the company, can say that Connor isn't the biggest star
1: that they have.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I I think the only reason why he said it mainly was just because of the fact that she was coming back.
1: Oh yeah, and now so he's I just tried, to hes just trying to get ass. more
0: people. That were maybe had heard about her. They know her from the movies now. Maybe they're gonna, they, they're on the fence with watching MMA. Dana White says she's the biggest star. So if the you know, yeah. the president's saying she's the biggest star. I like her in Expendables 34. Maybe I'll check out UFC.
2: Well, this is uh, at 179. Aldo Mendez by the card, they sold 180 thousand buys. Yep. Right. So Aldo McGregor comes around 1.2 million. Look at,
1: look at, look at McGregor, McGregor, look at McGregor and Mendez. even did, I uh, 800 yeah. something. Yeah.
2: So, who's selling here? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, McGregor Aldez, uh, McGregor and Mendez did 8 and a quarter. Talking earlier there about Gustafson, did you guys see the news about him came out? Yeah, he's, he's out indefinitely long term with injury. Yeah, he, he, he's taking himself out his he head or something. Yep. The, what do you guys make of that? Because there's been talk... Um, a lot recently about you know his health and his like him himself and if he actually does not want to keep fighting or not since he's not likely to get another title shot. Do you think that that's probably what we've seen the last of Gustafson? I don't
2: know if it's the last, but it's, it's going to be a while if we do ever see him again. And I would say, uh, you know, I would have to know the the full extent of the back injury because
1: well, he's been I I, I mean. It, from what I remember before, because he's been, I do remember this this injury coming up and being mentioned around before of him pulling out of fights and stuff. It sounds like it's some sort of disc issue, which I know all about that all Yeah, I, right. we're both suffering. Yeah, that, yeah, you know. for sure. I got mine in my neck. You got yours
2: in your, what, lumbar? Lower, yeah, my yeah. lower back. So, um, if, a few, if it's so bad where a fusion has to take place, that's it.
1: You know, Except it, it, for Tito Ortiz.
2: Yeah, I
0: know, but this is... I don't
1: not don't, I mean, I'm not saying he was successful, but he's right. been able to come back from his neck it's, fusions.
0: It's so... Wasn't it's there was so someone else, I think, recently that they were talking about uh, fusion in the back? And Was
1: it Weidman? Weidman, probably, because he's got those...
0: Yeah, I, I'm trying Because I heard Joe Rogan doing a, one of his podcasts, they were talking about having to... Sh- uh, was it fusion and shaving the discs down and how... yeah. It used to be the career killer, but now they're able to kind of
1: well, save now, the career. Yeah, if you've got a good a enough, bit. if you've got a good enough doctor, I and mean, obviously these guys do because most of them go to like Dr. James Andrews and stuff.
2: The guy from Alabama. Yep
1: yeah, they can put great. they can put these yeah. spacers in there to open up, and, and now they've even got I think synthetic discs. And that's them.
2: that's the key with uh, with the fusion that you have metal if you have the metal discs and stuff put in there, the problem is if you take a jarring enough impact where it cuts loose, your spinal cord's done and you're paralyzed. Yep. That's where, if they can get a synthetic material put in there like a, a foam plastic kind of uh, uh, cushioning safes thing, you know, it's not going to be that dangerous, but, right. you know, I've seen cats that uh, that have had that and they, if any sort of damage, and mostly like it's a lot of pro because they take more yeah. frequent bumps Um, Right. When it happens, man, it's it's devastating. And that's the only problem. Maybe it's not that big of a deal um, in MMA because it's not as frequent of, you know, repetitive injury. Right. right? You know, it's more of one-time trauma. That's what they deal with, you know.
1: Absolutely.
2: So, I mean, maybe it's not a big deal, but it's going to be a year before anything happens again. For uh, sure. You know, at least if he has to have some sort of fusion. And and I'd have to you know, see what the severity of the back injury is. But if he's taking himself out, that means he knows shit's about to
1: stop. Yeah, you know something. Yeah, yeah, something's
0: coming. And like I said, like we we've seen after the loss to Jones, he vowed to come back. And I think he lost a was well, he lost to to Johnson. though but uh, you know, he he came back and he fought DC in another razor close loss. And he, he then he starts talking about. I don't know if I want to keep doing it. And he comes back, and he's he doesn't look the same as the guy who three years ago almost stole the belt from uh, from John Jones.
2: I I, I don't. Know and if he said if he, it's if not there, there fight, I mean, and his body's not one hundred percent, it's it's hard to say. I mean i I was watching. With, I was watching with Rich, as a matter of fact. Uh, we were watching with some guys that were that were. We went in total. Bones fans, you know, okay. it was we we had no chance given to Gus. And nobody did, and we didn't care. On top of that, it
0: wasn't, nobody it was did. The fact that everybody you know, thought I, was I, like I, I actually did give Gus a chance, but only because I'm one of those suckers that thinks, well, even in in reach, even in height, as the, but I didn't think that he was going to have the performance that he did have. To be honest, so when we
2: were done watching, we you know. Uh, I was—I honestly, I was at a toss. I was like, I don't know who won this. No. And uh, you know the other cats we were watching with you know some of them were like, yeah, I think Jones eked it out. And the other guys, yeah, you know, I think I really think Gus eked it out. And I was just stuck in the nose, like that was awesome.
0: It was great. That was, yeah. that
2: was so awesome. Know, I, I, one of those
0: fights where you won. don't care who won because what you just saw was yeah. magical. It yeah.
2: was amazing.
0: Yeah, we we won as the fans for sure. Yeah. And that was actually the fight for me that turned me into a uh, into a John Jones fan because I was never really like big on his antics after he won the belt, yeah. but but after the uh, the performance that he had and he actually had to face the adversity, that really made me like okay yeah, this guy's uh, this guy's got what it takes. Yeah,
2: you, know, you can respect the fighter without being a fan of their work. You know? Absolutely, but that's kind of where I think. Right? Yeah. work.
1: I feel that way about a lot of fighters. Yeah, there really is, man. Ugh.
2: There really is. I can't, you know, I respect what Josie Aldo's done, but I'm getting sick of his whining. Cormier. You know, exactly.
1: I can't stand Daniel Cormier as a person. I think he's a pretty good analyst, but I respect the man as a fighter.
2: If he was done, if he never went back into any uh, analyzing or any uh, of his... uh, Interview
0: work, whatever the crap he does on on TV, I wouldn't miss him. I wouldn't either. Wouldn't miss him. I'd no. be sad if he doesn't. If he, you know, but yeah, it's not like guys like like uh, Cruz and uh, and Kenny Florian, guys that are actually like they they, they seem like you know what I could I they, they seem like I could have a beer with that guy and not and not be irritated within five seconds. it just seems Florian. to have a thing to him that would just be just like, just be complete standoffish. Cruz is really smug
2: I think Cruz would annoy me a little
1: bit
0: Cruz does a really good job yeah, as an analyst He has the right to me a because he asshole. like calls things And two seconds later it happens Like He knows what he's talking about So he he's earned that right And really? I hate Cruz so if I'm giving him praise I don't care that's for you I'd love to sit down and have a beer with Florian
2: Or
1: Stan Yeah I'd have a beer with Florian That'd be fun Um
0: I think he would be... I, I'd, I'd have a beer with Dan Hardy. Oh, I could be fun. Oh, Dan, Dan Hardy, he's, he, I, he's grown on me a lot since he started the uh, analyzing and, and commentating.
2: He's grown leaps and bounds, too. I mean, he's really good in he's.
0: Game. I think
1: Dan Hardy does a solid job. Absolutely. Um, I, I thought Brian Stan did a pretty good job sitting in for Joe uh, at 204. Um, I liked him a lot more without John Anik. Next to him, yeah. Okay, I, I I don't. I get irritated with Anakin and Stan sometimes together. Yeah, it's kind of like Joe Buck. Actually, that's not kind of like Joe Buck. I never <laughs> like Joe Buck. Joe Buck is the worst of Oh, he's so
0: terrible. Oh, he's so, he's so horrible. I hate
1: watching any football game, and it's been so hard to, to even try to watch the Cubs-Dodgers series because Joe Buck calls all the games, and it's fucking horrible. He must have been one of
0: the guys who was hoping there, uh, that he would have gone completely uh, unable to speak with uh, his hair plug addiction. <laughs> I mean that's one of the greatest things. I was so into the hair plugs, the medicine that I was taking, almost costing my voice. And I read that, and I had pretty much, I probably had the same opinion here. I was just like, oh. oh god, we're so close. Oh.
1: So we got. Uh, there's another news story for this week. Um, we got the rematch we've quote unquote been waiting for. It looks like uh, Cain Velasquez and Fabrizio Ver- Verdoom are going to fight each other. Uh, as a co-headliner for UFC 207 for the return of Ronda Rousey. So, that could be fun.
2: Winner, that's going to take on Steve Bay, of course.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. Um, well, uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, because December 31st, or December third, they were just there, it's a long ways away, and there's many, many ways and many, many days for Kim Velasquez to get hurt. Right, so, uh, or Fabrizio, even, uh, you know.
2: I think we kind of have this it's, it's a standing rule that if you train at AKA, um, you may be signed to a fight, but the fight's not going to happen so you make the
1: walk. Yeah, you know? I'm still. Yeah. A, we got we got two guys from AKA on two hundred four or two hundred five, and one fighting a week later. And um, yeah, I mean, be lucky if they make it. Yep,
2: it always is that way, man. I wonder. Especially
0: if, Khabib. You know, I mean, Daniel's, Daniels had his two years. What's that? Can you, you imagine, like, the the style and the dominance of the title reign that we could have possibly had seen if Nurmagomedov had gone to a different camp?
2: Yeah. But he'd, I'm sure he'd be champion right now, and it'd be Tony having to fight to make it up to get to him. Yep. You know, um, if, if was, was champion, we'd never see Dos Anjos' title reign. That would have never happened. Uh, a lot of things would have never happened if... Uh, Khabib never got injured, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing would be much different right now, and he'd be so he'd be on like his Donald Sixth or something. He would have been the
0: he would have been the one to go in and destroy Pettis, definitely not RDA. And exploded. people would actually he would actually be say would be able to say his last name, not just calling him Habib. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Nurmagomedov, the eagle. So, uh, all right, I want to ask you guys each a question. Um, right. show related, mm-hmm. so. Dave, obviously you've been in this. What what is your favorite part of the show? Like, what's the things you enjoy the most about the show?
2: Getting to release um, my opinions and my thoughts vocally instead of just doing it online. Online mm-hmm. through the internet, you know, you can you can plan stuff out and you can reword it and you can right. you can change a sentence and make something new. When you're doing this on the air live, and we record everything. You can't. You have to rely on everything that you're feeling and articulate that, and I I enjoy that so very much.
1: Awesome. Uh, Ryan, what's been your favorite part about being on the show, and what
0: were the things that you enjoyed just as a fan before being a part of the show? Um, well, first of all, I was never a fan. I was just lying to you guys, so I would actually get... <laughs> 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 you son of a, what a bitch! Dick. What a dick! No, honestly, like, uh, you know, the camaraderie between, uh, between you two really, uh, because there's a lot of, uh, podcasts, not just MMA, but a lot of podcasts that you can listen to, and they're garbage just because the guys don't get along, or they're just too different, or they're just too alike, whereas you guys had, like, the perfect chemistry I found that made the show... Um, easy to listen to and the feedback that, you know, I could ask you guys a question on Twitter or Facebook and you guys get back to me and there's not a lot of shows that do that also. Uh, and honestly, like you know, since, uh, I think my favorite part since coming onto the show, it's it's being able to just talk passion uh, with, with like-minded people. Like I've told you guys this, uh, you know, a hundred times before and I'll tell you a hundred times again, I'm sure, but like, I really didn't have a lot of people to talk MMA with so when I came across your show and I was able to connect with you guys so easily and the conversation went so smoothly when they got to the we recorded the first time I came on I was like wow that was actually like for never meeting these guys that was a pretty smooth pretty fun and like I was actually saying to my wife like I could I could do that every single week not knowing that I was actually you guys were actually gonna do it (laughs)
1: Mystic Dempsey production. Mystic Dempsey. Right, two weeks ago, you, or last week, you called yourself herpes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't call myself herpes. I compared myself to Herpes. Uh, yeah, I, I called you herpes. I <laughs> will call you herpes. too. Man. herpes. herpes, herpes and actually, from uh, I'm going to accept the award for the uh, for the greatest line in Everest Joe's uh, history. i have done <laughs> with that one. There.
1: Yep. Congratulations! You won the Valtrex uh, Award for the greatest statement. Yeah, in. <laughs> yeah. May all your flare-ups be kind <laughs> and
2: gross. <laughs> what about you, brother? The same thing. You ask yourself the same
1: thing. For me, uh, yeah. uh, you know, it's. A lot of the same reasons you guys – it's just being able to express all the feelings and the thoughts and things like that that I've had and, and wanted to say. And I've always have been – like like we said, the, how I met Ryan through being on and talking with or the Wow Show guys, going on Twitter and tweeting with Eric. You know, I used to bother Eric all the time, and the man was a saint for putting up with it and answering me, and, and we would have good conversations. But just being able to get the, the thoughts, the feelings, the opinions – that I have and that I want to convey to people that that's been a lot of fun for me. Um, having a friend like you to be able to bounce these ideas and just talk general conversation when it was just you and I, you know, we, we were kind of, when we made the decision to go, it just a two piece, it it was kind of uncertain because like you and I have a lot of similar views and and we agree on a lot of things and, and don't, we we vary on our on our opinions of fights and stuff like that, but we have a lot of, a lot of very similar thoughts and ideas about about fights and fighting and shit like that. Where Everett was our our counter, yeah.
2: Well,
1: every everything that I felt, was, if I said the sky was blue, it's fucking purple well, to Everett. It's green and orange okay. And I'll tell you a hundred different ways how you're wrong, <laughs> and it's really green and orange. Yeah. So th- there was kind of the uncertainty of okay, is this going to get really boring? For the listeners, just listening to you and I agree on topics yeah. all the time like that. And and it didn't... It, no. I, I felt like, you know, the show got better for us, obviously. And It's not a knock against everybody. It just things got more smooth. Yeah, but... I
2: mean, we, we, we agree on it. But the thing is, is that we may agree on the ending, but the way we talked about how it would get to the ending... Yep. Very different. Different in perspective. You know, you talk... Uh, one of us would talk the striking of the elusiveness. the other one would talk... The wrestling and the mental game. It, yeah, you know, maybe we got the same, but we came head, from different but, directions, and it opened up everything. Because at that point, it was like, oh shit, yeah, they couldn't do that way. And maybe this guy that it's completely different ends of the spectrum in one sense, totally connected on the other. Yeah, so that's what really made it to where it wasn't that boring. Of is he gonna okay, win? He's gonna okay next, but we didn't know. It, it was no, real, it was no, really next, uncertain. Not. We're
1: kind of like okay, because for as much of a pain in the ass as he was, he brought. Differences of opinions, I think. Yeah. And gave gave you and I someone to yell at. I mean, that was a lot of our early shows where, where me yelling at Everett, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And we coined the phrase Everett facts.
0: Yeah.
1: Where they're just. Facts and Everett, stats. Everett stats and yeah. Everett facts, where they're yeah. just made of things that sound right in his head but are so far fetched and not even what? close to
0: reality. So, yeah. I, hey, it was- with all due respect, though, that's how I ended up picking—you know—half the upsets that I end up getting right. So yeah, but you—you you have to, but
1: up. you have statistics to back up yeah. your reasonings.
2: Real no stats. Yeah, Ever. but come
0: on, <laughs> how many people actually thought that Shevchenko was going to take out uh, Holly Holm? You? I made like, no, thank you. Well, no, I mean, like, really. I mean, sometimes sometimes you can just like make something up in your head to convince yourself and it ends up working out in your favor. <laughs> yeah, but that every with you, you that's you, not how it goes. You, you other, you, other you, times you're, you, time you're just baring yourself every time you open your mouth. You
1: watch these fights religiously and have statistics in your head that are just stupid. You probably could tell me how what Shevchenko's leading up to that fight, I guarantee you you could probably tell me what Shevchenko's strikes per minute or average amount of strikes she landed how much she's contacted with people how much uh, uh, the defensive
0: statistics I I would find a stat online that was a complete lie but I could use it as you know maybe a set as <laughs> the, the difference this is the other
2: guy you can know,
1: see
0: Belfort's one of his last
1: nineteen fights, dude. No. Yeah, yeah. It was just Yeah. Just craziness. And and it was it it was there was there were a few shows where I'm literally sitting on the couch next to him and I'm just I want to punch him in the face. And I'm just yelling I'm yelling at him. And and, and I'm not disrespect, I'm not knocking ever at, at all. I love the dude. He's like a brother to me. Absolutely. We've been friends for since I was 19 years old and this has just been our relationship the entire time. Right. But it was it was very uncertain and it was kind of it was a little scary. You and I we were like, well, fuck it, man. Let's, yeah. We're just going to make it work and and I felt like we definitely we we grew a lot as a show. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. We got better. We got more focused in our conversations. We were able to have long conversations, but it didn't have small spots. We we just we kept things moving. And, you know, we, we started trying to, to go different avenues with things. We brought Eric on that as a guest.
2: You know, that was a lot of fun to have him
1: on. Yeah, and that was a big deal. For me personally, getting Eric on this show was something I wanted to do from the start of doing this. Because, as I as I say and I'll say it to the day I stopped doing this. Without the influence that Eric Hulkerin has had on me as a, a podcaster and just an MMA fan, I would not had the idea that I could pull the show off. Yeah. But you know, so getting him on, I wanted to, that was a big deal to me because he was somebody I wanted to pay tribute to, to thank him for being pushing, not even pushing, because even when we first started, like, he listened to our first few episodes and I and talked to me about, you know, what what he thought we were doing well. And just
0: keep, you know, it was very and then encouraging. He gave up on you guys until I joined, and then he said, "God, this show's gotten better." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not the feedback I was. That's
1: about. not the feedback I got either. But you
0: know, yeah. like to That's the I saw in my head.
1: <laughs> but then you know, so and then fortunately enough, we 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 bring Ryan in, and he just fit like there. There's no forcing this. It, yeah. it, it, we don't we don't force conversations between each other. Like this is all naturally. Man, oh, okay. current it's, all, it's all scripted. Oh yeah, it's all a word. Yeah. It's. it's I guess.
2: <laughs> it, when, uh, when when Ryan came in, I, I got to see um, a lot of myself in uh, the early uh, insecurities that he had. Yep. It's not that it was a bad thing. Ryan was just so convinced that, that we had, you know, that he wasn't doing the best job, exactly things weren't going as smooth as they should, and should he keep doing this and that, and it was the same insecurities that I had when I started, because I was so focused on, you know, am I doing the best job, why, why are we not doing this way, you know, and I've seen a lot of, of similarities there, and, and you know, once, uh, I was able to articulate to him, was like, brother, this is the first time we're doing this, you know, this is uh, the three of us for the first time, it's not going to go as smooth, it's going to get better. And the next show would happen, you know. We'd have some tech issues, and, and I say, really, don't worry about it. We're exactly. working out." And eventually, yeah. we got to the point where we'd give each other kickoff points, with, you know, instead of because there's a little bit of delay. Yeah, like you know, hey, and what do you think about? that? And then, you know, it's just it's gonna work out. We just had to find the way. And that was it. That's
1: uh, it was the adjustment period because you and I, you know, we've we you and I've done this together in this room for the la- the entire e- the year. Mm-hmm. You know, we. We're in this room together. It's easier to flow a conversation. Where now we're bringing someone in over the internet with the delay, yeah. and you know, trying to make points over each other. Like, it, it it took a little time, but and that was a great thing that you point out. Ryan was kind of not had no confidence in the, the job that he was doing. You and I both are like, this, this kid's doing a yeah. is doing a good job, Stevie. and we're both conveying to him, you know, privately, like, no man, don't be so hard on yourself. Problem is, is Ryan. Obsesses and listens to the show like six, seven times.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go back. Go back and probably think of like, you know, I'll listen to the show a couple times. I'm one. I'll, I'll hear one thing one time. I'm like, oh, why the? Why did I say that? God damn it! But mm-hmm. it takes me so long to actually even pick up on that that I said something or where you know, like, like UFC eighty three. That's gonna piss me off the rest of the. World
1: <laughs> that's all right, man. I'll tell you what. I I've, I've been I've listened back to the last episode. I think three full times now Because I really had fun with the um, With the topic discussion And, and everything like that Right. Yeah. Yeah. And every time when I'm talking about Thugs and I'm talking about uh, Run the Jewels, I cringe Because I screwed up not thinking And I called LP a West Coast Producer when the motherfucker is from New York, uh-huh. Brooklyn Gotcha.
0: Yeah he, Brooklyn. Uh, I, I, we were t- Me and him were talking about that on Twitter He's not happy with you
1: I know, I had to apologize to L Shit. I I, I I tweeted
0: out
1: I, I tweeted out Producto and I said I'm sorry and I should have my RTJ fandom
0: taken away temporarily only to be reinstated. You might just spark off a whole new West Coast East Coast riot now. Oh man. Jeff. Yeah,
1: every time I listen to that dude, I cringe and I'm like, "What were you thinking, you idiot? You know where LP's from. You know where and it's he's funny from
0: because like like we said like you know at the time you're just going back and forth and like we all. You know, we're just going with it. It all sounds right in your head, and so yeah. you go back and you listen to it. And you're like, wait, wait, what? What I said? I'm just like you, like... fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. You
1: know he's not from the West Coast. <laughs> right? yeah. From freaking Brooklyn. But yeah, I I'm thankful to have the both of you guys, man. Like having friends like you guys, being able to do this show with you guys, it's it's something I look forward to every week. And yes, sometimes it, it gets stressed. We get burned out life happens we got to take some weeks off you know to recharge the batteries a little bit things like that but like when when we're coming together and i know things are gonna happen it it's it's exciting and i always look forward to having these conversations and ryan you know it's been really fun having you on um you can fuck off now we're done with you
0: (laughs) (laughs) You no i I, I can't i i Weidman in the show now right
1: (laughs) yeah we got chris weidman we got thug coming on um we're still working out how to get Diz on, but Vanilla Ice will be taking your place.
0: Sponsored by Domino's.
1: Sponsored by Domino's.
0: <laughs> oh sure, once you guys start making the money, and see you later, Ryan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I kid. I mess with Ryan a lot on the show, but it's because I I truly do respect you a lot and and love just having fun conversations with you. And we don't. The thing people like, I don't know if people understand. Like we don't. We talk to each other a lot. We have the group message oh, that yeah. that we talk to. But we don't really, we don't really talk. We talk MMA topics with each other, but we don't, we don't really have discussions like we do when we get when we get on the show. It's just like it's a hundred percent shoot. We just go. We don't yeah. really, we don't really please yeah, rent, we, like please most
0: rent. of the things like, we'll just say like, oh man, do you see the you know, like, oh you, know, you see GSP's a free agent like what yeah, is, like, and that it's and pretty much it's, it ends there. It's and yeah. Then all of a sudden when the, when we start recording everything, it's like how the hell did we just go for like forty-five minutes on this topic when we all we had was a sentence at the beginning?
1: Yeah, but well, it's not like we don't we don't sit and have these same conversations in this group and then reiterate the things that we say on the, uh, you know in the show. Yeah, it, some some of the points do come back up, obviously, because sometimes we, we we have something that we want to reiterate on the show, but it's not like. We're not sitting there going, okay, so we're going to talk about GSP. Ryan, you make this point. Oh, yeah. Dave, you make this right, point. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk <sighs> about this. It, it's it's all straight off the cuff. We we bring, we bring get the phone call opened up with Ryan. We go over the news topics we're going to talk about. Sometimes we bullshit for 15, 20 minutes and some of the conversations we probably should record because it, it there are some gold moments.
0: Oh, man. Like, and other times, it's good that we don't record it. Right. It should be yeah. the same problem that Trump's in.
1: One of those moments... I'll bring this up now. One of those moments, I wish, was like last week when we were getting ready for the topic discussion before we started. And we were talking about our list, and Dave brings up this 25-person this list. And this goes back to one of our early episodes because... <laughs> I can't remember if it was the first. It was one of our first three episodes. We did um, the topic conversation of. It was the either. Goat was topic. it the Go Cop? Topic? Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was the Go topic or the no, Knockout. No, no, it right the right Knockout. Out, right. knockout. Right. knockout topic. Yeah. I had 10. I had a list of 10 knockouts, and I was having a hard time paring it down to five. Yeah. And I was like, look, I can get it to maybe seven or eight, but that's that it. Gross. And Dave. Flips shit, because Dave, Dave, like he said, he was he's is, he's is the producer, and when we were first getting in this, he wanted it was very militant of making you know this is this is the talking points we're gonna have. Mm-hmm. This is you know very militant of keeping the show yeah. organized and trying to keep it flowing, which which was good because we were I didn't know anybody, didn't know anybody, and we didn't know any better. We thought it was something we needed. Once we kind of realized, eh. We can relax a little bit on this, and especially it came more a lot more when it was you and I because when you got three people and one of them was a wild card, loose cannon, you gotta kind of try to focus it. But as and we had kind of started relaxing a little more before Everett left. But once once it was you and I, we were like, "Fuck it, let's just roll it." These are (laughs) these are the news topics we want to talk about. We've got this shit we need to really talk about, but we don't need to structure this shit. Let's just go with it. Right. So. When Dave comes in with this 25... I mean, he lost his shit on me
3: about this this list of 10 knockouts.
1: And we're only supposed to have five. Five fucking walkout songs. And this motherfucker has five times that. And I, I'm telling Ryan the sto- this exact same story. And just explaining to him how hilarious it is to me because Dave was so anal. And so mad, mad as hell at me that day. He's like, oh, fuck it. I don't know why I even do, take the time to make all this shit up. You guys don't follow the fucking rules. Blah, blah, blah. He's like throwing shit. Whoa, and, 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 and we were talking about limited. it again before the stuff. But like I got here and I was like, I'm just kind of walking on eggshells. Because I'm like, this dude's like hair trigger ready to go. He's already pissed <laughs> off at me because I can't. I can't figure out which one of these fucking knockouts I want him to take yeah. off because they all are really important. And then we get done with the show, and he's just like, yeah, man. My bad. My bad, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do. So, yeah. yeah, we this this is all just – it's all about just guys having a general discussion about MMA. I didn't – I never wanted to be the, the super professional yeah. Ariel Helwani, you know. I, I just – I'm just a dude who loves this sport, and I get to talk about it with two other average dudes. That none of us are fighters, none of us are analysts, none of us are writers. We're just fans. We're just bottom line. We're just fans, like the people that listen to the show. So I—that's what makes
0: the show work so well.
1: Yeah, so that was that was the intent like, of the show no, from the start.
0: Not one person is really like more qualified than the other like someone could say oh i've done this and this and this so i must know more <laughs> like a, you know if you listen to her and the kid brendan schaub always you know look like i've been in there you haven't i do like over and over like, again it's like oh that's annoying you're wrong half the time yeah, yeah.
3: right you right. Like,
0: and you keep on saying i was in there but you're always wrong he, like, so with us it's like well like, like like jeff said like we're not we don't write about the sport we don't uh we don't actually participate in it. We don't like we don't do anything. We just love watching it and we're enthralled by matchups and we want to just discuss it with like minded people.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: And it gets it's so easy now too, man, because before um and this is just me, I don't know if it translates, but before I was so cautious on my wording too. I didn't know if I I didn't want to use this word or that word. I want to describe it in a unique manner. And now I'm just sitting down like, fuck it, let's just talk this shit. Yeah. Let's just have fun, man. Yeah. I don't worry about how I articulate it. You know, and I, and I was worried about a lot of things at the beginning. It was like my, you know, my nephews are going to listen. And I was like, we can't, we can't say bad words. Yeah. You know, enough to. And by that time, you know, after a few shows in, when we do, you know, we went sparingly and my, I talked to my brother-in-law and said, yeah, they're listening anyway. They
1: hear fuck all the time, so why not? Yeah, it's not like... It's well,
2: good, now we can relax a little bit. It's not like
1: it's something we... I mean, I'm probably the worst perpetrator out of everybody. I think so. As far as as saying fuck. I think so. It's just a word that flows freely, but it's not... I'm still conscious of it, and I try not to go out of my way with it, but, you know,
0: sometimes... Just the yeah. perfect word to just, to to emphasize your point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So yep. But this is, this has always just been the goal is to do is a, a show for the average MMA fan by the average MMA fan. That's that's all we that's what we've set out to do, and I, I feel like we've done a good job over this last year of doing that. I'll tell you and, what, we've had a lot of fun. Oh, dude, a blast! Yeah. I, a blast. I mean, we've had some amazing fights to talk about. We've had some fun topic discussions. Um just just fun. It's there's never a show where I leave here afterwards where I'm like, yeah, that that just felt like it was something that the robotic maybe, yeah. pre preordained. Even you know, even cards where we scripted, even cards where we haven't had a lot of shit to talk about and we're just like yeah, you know, whatever. We we still find a way to to yeah. make it enjoyable, and that's. I've never felt like this was a chore. There, actually, I take that back. Sometimes when you're doing breaking down and, and previewing multiple uh, events in a week, where like UFC two hundred, right. it gets it gets monotonous. It gets there's a lot of just trying to remember and recall all this shit, right. and but it's fun. It's a passion. It's something I love, and it's something I'm very passionate <laughs> about.
2: We got cards coming up where we're gonna have to preview two cards in one day. To the next week, break down and then preview. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot.
0: Yeah. Let's let's just let's just focus on on twenty three more days and two hundred five. Two hundred five, That's baby. All we need to worry about but right there, now. Like Ferguson, are you guys Ferguson, and RBA will be nice, but it's all about yeah. two hundred five right now.
2: How uh, how excited are you guys for two hundred five, man? Obviously, uh, you know. Connor's the big deal there, but what aside from his fight, which one are you looking forward to the most? And I'll bring it up.
1: Break down all. Oh up. man,
0: let's. It's see. a tie. It's a. Big, it's like there's like five fights that I, I can't, yeah I, I, I can't so pick I couldn't pick one.
1: Yeah, that that i saying there's so many good fights. I'm obviously really excited for Woodley Thompson. I I can't. Wait to see Wonderboy get the strap. Uh, Weidman Rom, uh, Romero is a fight I'm really excited about. Yoannin and and, and Karolenko. I mean the entire main card. I'm super stoked for. Gastelum Cerrone is going to be a super
0: fun fight. The prelims are great. How about how would, uh, KK? How about she's going to win the belt from JJ? How about that one?
1: You do you, that. You're going out and making that prediction now, huh?
0: You're, you're, there, I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, I I love Ioana, but I have I don't know why I have a feeling that it's not going to be her night. It's one of those fights that I'm prepared to make a statement and be wrong about. But I think it's I think I think we're going to see a new women's champion at, at 205. five. All
2: right, I made the mistake of picking against Ioana once.
0: You sure did. It's
2: not going to happen again.
0: Only time I picked I picked against her was against. Uh, uh 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 Esparza. And that's because I, I only had seen Esparza and I hadn't seen Ioana enough to have a true uh feel for her. See I had watched and I I had watched I the Yo- looking I had a lot of yoke on the face after that one.
1: I had watched the Ioana and Claudia fight and when they announced that she was going in there against Carla. Yeah. I knew she was going to beat so her. I
2: was, just, I was the same exact thing I watched that one before, and right? I was like, this chick's a killer. Yeah,
1: because, I mean... She's a killer. I wasn't really familiar with Carla Esparza until the Ultimate Fighter season and really wasn't that impressed with her then winning. I mean, if Rose wouldn't have been so young and unexperienced, if Rose now had fought her then, Rose would have been the oh, Ultimate for Fighter. Oh, for sure. For sure. Different, different story. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um... But definitely. yeah, man, it's so hard to pick.
2: That's what. The, that's why the question
1: is. Just Cerrone Gastelum definitely. Cerrone Gastelum, I think, is going to be a fireworks fight. Um, like I said, uh, Thompson, just for the simple fact that I think he's going to beat Woodley, and I can't wait to watch him knock him out and shut him up.
2: Dude, I am, I'm all about. Well,
1: what do I'm, what I the, mean, you I the and boxing I. Boxing fight do we have. You and I were. I'm sorry. What was that, Ryan?
0: What about the, the big boxing fight that we have on that, that card? Which Frankie one? Edgar and Jeremy Stevens. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's going to be a... a that, that one could be the sleeper of the night.
1: Johnson and Margot could there, be, too. Or even Johnson. Yeah,
0: yeah uh,
2: But for me, aside from Connor, because obviously Connor Alvarez, I want to see tremendous. But I think, for me, the one fight that I really want to see, aside from that one, that's, that's top for me is Wyman Romero. Huge Weidman fan. The same. You know, when, when Jeff and I, uh, and I've heard everyone, were, were putting this together, and Weidman uh, uh, came out and he fought uh, Anderson both times. Uh, the only, and, and I checked with Joey, I checked with Rich, I checked with Bobby Walker, talk, all these people that watch MMA, Jeff and I were the only ones that picked Weidman in the first fight,
3: right?
0: Uh, was, uh, there was at least one other person I know of. Well, this is. You? This was pre-Weidman. We uh, didn't know you. No, I'm just saying, uh, you're not the only two, so get out of here.
1: We're talking about in our circle of friends, sir.
0: I'm not in your circle of friends. Now! (laughs)
2: Pay
3: attention!
1: Asshole. Pay
2: attention. I said, said back then, so, um, and we picked Wyman, as only Jeff Jeff and I, and everyone said that Jeff and I were nuts, you know, and and Wyman came out bang, he got his win, right? So, the rematch is going to happen. And it was the same thing. It was like deja vu. Everyone was like, oh, he got lucky. He got lucky. He It happened again. And what happened? Why did he want to get? It? Maybe. Broke you
1: know, his fucking leg. You know,
2: exactly. You know, check the kick, perfect, bam. The greatest of all time in many circles goes down with a snapped uh, tib. And that's it. And the only people at the time now shut up and pay attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, see, when you clarify it, makes I more did. sense. He did. When you he did the, to the first show, time.
2: Yeah, when you listen back to the show, you see that I did.
0: I'm deaf in one ear right now, so I'm looking <laughs> well, at hear half. Things we're saying. Well, don't put the
1: phone to your deaf ear, dummy. <laughs> well, I've been switching
0: it back and forth all night. We gotta, we gotta, gotta get get you gotta get the cancer on one side from the cell phone. You gotta get you some headphones with a
1: microphone, yeah. man, so you can just put earbuds in your ears. I'd still be deaf in one ear. Well, you yeah, yeah but you, you wouldn't have both. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to hold the cell phone up to your <laughs> ear. Well,
2: dude, Weidman, uh, do you guys remember what Weidman opened up as, uh, didn't open up as the favorite for either fight? No, he was the I underdog of yeah, both. I don't remember how deep it was, but... Uh, the Anderson,
1: first one was pretty, yeah. it was yeah. like, it was pretty ridiculously high in Anderson's favor. I like nobody...
0: Right.
1: Nobody in the uh, betting world, Which was, was a
0: good. complete joke if you ever saw Anderson Silva fight a wrestler in the past. Yeah. Exactly.
2: I, never, I loved Weidman. I loved all... Uh, Everything he did is like you know uh, I was sitting there watching with Everett and I was like it hey, looks like a camera for like, shut up Everett mm-hmm. and I was like this dude's a great wrestler man he's, he's you know he's got the size he's got the speed you know he's he's an intelligent fighter and uh, uh, and I've been a fan of Lyman since that's why you know I'm so excited to see Lyman Romero um, I don't know what the betting odds are opening up I'm all about Lyman myself I think he's gonna you know he's gonna take the cheater down and, and beat him. And we got some words, this is another thing, we got some Uh words on Twitter.
0: I was about to say that, you you did a good job promoting their show this week with that one.
2: Yeah, man, we, uh, uh, Romero posted that he had been tested twice since, you know, the announcement of the show, blood test, urine test, and he said something so stupid, I don't even know where he gets this, he said he hopes Weidman's getting tested just the same because he thinks he's cheating. And there's, you know Something in his broken English They said Holy fucker dude Of the two of you Who's the one that's been Fined and suspended For cheating Right Who's the one that's been popped And it blew up
0: Yeah You did You blew that one up Yeah it was Well break. in his defense What he was trying to is in English isn't that good. He was actually saying, I'm excited to fight a, a, a man as worthy as Chris Weidman, but it came out as oh. he looks different and he's on steroids.
3: Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> sounds, alike, sounds alike, okay? In his Sir, defense, it, I can see how you get those confused.
1: It's yeah. kind of like how we had the no for gay Jesus.
3: <laughs> no for <freaking> gay Jesus. <laughs> Dude, in those tweets, right?
2: And, and I'm getting. You know, it's, my phone's blowing up. Retweets are going crazy. Weidman himself retweeted and liked it. But I get this, you know, other people are talking about it in there. And he's like, you know, I don't remember Weidman sitting on a bench for an extra 30 or 40 yeah. or seconds he did. Because he refused to get his fat ass up. You know, yep. and just all this stuff. is like, man, Romero has, uh, either someone else is right this for him or he's just really a dumb son of a bitch. He's just,
1: I think he, nah, he's probably a dumb son
0: of a bitch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, and what happens if
0: he ends up being clean and beats Weidman?
2: <laughs> but between the two, which one looks like they'd beat on something?
0: Yeah, right. yeah, the eye test. I mean,
2: come on, dude.
0: Weidman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, look, I look in the mirror every day, and I look nothing like Weidman. Yeah. And there's no way a white boy can have abs like that. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> you look closer to Romero, I guess.
0: I wish I looked like Romero, maybe a <laughs> 6'4", 250, while being a middleweight. that. At this point in life, I'd be happy if I looked like fucking
1: Calvin Gastelum. <laughs> yeah. and I'm trying to get down to country. I'm looking... I'm looking... I'm more on the side of, like, Cormier when he was a heavyweight and did that I'm all about the fucking cakes and um, chicken or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, it's my okay. God, I yeah. love that
0: video. Like, I... I'm, I'm kind of in that that range <laughs> of a body. I don't like my country. Yeah, well, I'm about one whopper away from having the Roy Nelson body. So <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, 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 I just use the I'm a dad. It's a dad bud. That's my right. excuse now.
1: Yeah. You're you're a razor stroke away from having the Tim Kennedy mustache.
0: Uh, it's it's into the goatee. Uh, the wife wasn't happy with, see, with the mustache. So. See, I'm looking,
1: I'm looking at the picture of you now, and and yeah, you're definitely you're more Jim Miller.
0: That's that's
2: more Miller. Yeah, that's, that's what i was
1: saying. That's why you know he's only a little razor stroke away from a possible. But you definitely got the Jimmy Miller going on in your picture.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. I, I strive to look like greatness, not be greatness. Well, you
1: did rock the Lemmy for a long time. That was hey,
0: really cool. you got, game
1: respects game. The best, the best though is is the uh, the the Jake Plummer hair and trash stash. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's oh, that
1: that's funny. my favorite Ryan yeah.
0: In all honesty, that was just the uh, middle of winter. The apartment usually, you know, it, it drops to being about minus fifteen degrees Celsius. So I grow the hair up to keep my head warm. And uh Glenn Fry had just passed away and I'm a big Eagles fan so I honored him with uh with the, the Glenn Fry stash uh-huh.
1: you, you were looking more like Jake Plummer yeah
2: I would have paid for plumber
1: and, and in like the Denver and the of, end East. of the uh end of the uh Arizona maybe Denver era Jake Plummer
0: yeah you know, I'll take that from being called to some like, like terrible like you know Romo oh no you definitely are you're are definitely a class above Tony Romo I, I you know I, that means a lot more to I me mean, than anything else you've ever said.
1: <laughs> I will never I'll never put you in the same class as, as Tony Romo, my friend.
0: That'd be like neat. How does you Alexa Grasso
1: not have a picture? Uh, Sorry, we're Dave just brought up the the two oh five or the um Tony Ferguson card. That it's a person but I feel like I know the name of Alexa Grasso.
2: Yeah,
1: this card is not, I mean... It's not that great. Diego Sanchez is fighting somebody that
0: nobody's ever heard there's, of. There's a couple fun fights, but they're bad. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not as good as what it could have been.
1: Charles Oliveira and, and Lamas will be a pretty good fight. Yeah. And this one is, uh, Rashid Magomidov and Benil DeRuys will be a good one. I mean, uh, Perez. Thing, yeah. Perez. Yeah, right. yeah, Eric. yeah, Eric Perez. I don't know anything about Felipe Arentes, but... I'm all about watching Eric Perez. His last couple performances you know? have been great. Um, Montero and Griffin. getting
2: another chance. Oh, He's yeah. The headed to, he got beat. The, who was that? Uh, Artem? Is it
1: Artem Lobov? Auburn Lobov, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, all right. Potter, don't buddy,
1: don't uh, forget about Smiling that's Sam, sir.
0: Smiling Sam. Sam. Yeah.
1: Uh, did you guys happen to see the... Uh, the Sage Northcut effect continues, and that, uh. want Maron. Ricky Maron got got cut now. Yep. Maybe really? Yeah. Yep, old Ricky Martin got cut. Next going to be Michael Jackson. And. Uh,
0: well, someone's going to be living love you to Loca. Hopefully.
2: When's he fighting, Mickey?
0: Um. Six? Was that o- December, or was it just announced that they were going to? I think they might be part of the 206 card. The no. Movies. Are you sure? I thought they were like, I they were like, a, fight, not like a fight night or like a Galton mm-hmm. Fighter or a finale card or something. Could be. I think they're on the undercard of a pay-per-view. That's what I was thinking, too, is that they're on the undercard of a pay-per-view. I'm, I'm even trying to remember now if it was just announced that they were going to fight. I'm stuck at that now. It is I know it's
1: announced they are going to fight, but uh, no, not on, not on this one. Maybe it's
0: not a pay per
1: view,
2: we'll No, it
1: must be an must be an undercard of uh, try Sacramento. All right,
2: let me just feed my O C D
0: Do you guys think Sacramento will be the final time we see Uriah? Shy. Go home, one yeah, last fight, get the win, and just call it. Say thanks. It's been a it's been a slice. I'm gonna go back yep. to. just running off a mail? yeah, it, man, man, Who knows? Maybe Pickett beats him. It, Still, that there's no. I mean, the last two fights. I mean, he's not gonna be getting a title shot again uh, after the cruise loss and no. after his, his his last loss. There's like, is you know, it's even arguable that he might not even get like a natural pay per view slot, and uh, well, he keeps going. He's way on
1: the. I mean, he's not even in the the main card of this consideration. He's like undercard. Yeah, in the
2: prelims, he's yeah. prelims. He's um, prelims. Actually, they haven't. Said, is he really? Well, they haven't determined. They yet.
1: haven't determined yet, but according to the. They so just this, haven't, Right. These, these are the fights that are listed right now for the Sacramento Fight Night. Um, headlining is Waterson and and That could change right. if they end up signing Cruz and and Garbrandt and throw them <laughs> on there. But co-maining is uh, Northcutt and Mickey. Uh, Brian Barbarina and Colby Covington are fighting. Then it's Alan Joe Ben and Mike Perry. Uh, Josh <laughs> Josh Emmett and Scott Holtzman. Uh, Two guys I don't know. And, Uriah favor and Pickett, and, yeah. and so on. But couple
2: fights of a couple new cats.
1: Yeah. But yeah, they got they got Uriah and, and Pickett to be determined. Yeah, they have
2: it, uh, it nailed it. But if, if it is what it looks like, you're probably gonna see these five. Uh, the
3: main card and these
0: so far on the undercard. Yeah, I think they're trying to get as much alpha male uh, on that main card as they can because that—that's the only way that that show going to get big ratings.
1: Covington is an alpha male, isn't he? Uh I, don't know,
0: he I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if he is. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe he's ATT. I can't remember. No. Yeah, click and see where he's fighting out of. Florida, Florida. So yeah, yeah he's ATT. Yeah, he's ATT. You kind of big for one of those alpha
2: males. They're usually you know, a little, just, you know, small guys, thirty five or some shit. Yeah,
1: they don't have anybody. I don't think above and he's a seventy. I don't think they have anybody yeah. above fifty five. Right. I think Danny Castile is one of the biggest people at alpha male.
0: Yeah, they don't really go much for the. Uh, for I don't think much bigger than what. 55, 155? One, I can't think of... A guy at 170, maybe. Maybe. I was
1: going to say, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head
0: from Team Alpha Male that fights at 170. <laughs> it's always weird, though, because they always have... Like, we, I keep on hearing all the names. like you know, so We all fight so Team Alpha Male. I never would have thought that. Yeah. I feel, I feel like they kind of branch out a little bit more each time uh, there's a card.
1: They have to because they're losing
0: fighters, man. Uh, they're not losing. They're not losing fighters. They're just the fighters just get to the top and then they just are go at the top. They are
1: losing fighters. Alpha male is. I'm talking
0: about alpha male though. Oh, you talking about like a jumping ship? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because oh, I so mean, they like retiring. No, stuff. no,
1: no, no. I just mean Damn. guys jumping ship. I mean, you know.
0: Uh, well, losing Dillashaw hurt them the most.
1: Well, Benavides has been splitting time out with Bang and. Uh, some other places not training with Alpha Male either.
0: Yeah, I think he's doing a lot of Denver stuff saying, yeah. Last yeah. thing I remember was he was in Colorado. Yeah, he's, he's been, been working with Bang. And Bang.
1: He's yeah, been working yeah. with Bang. They were talking about, uh,
2: what's that joint
1: there? Um, um, it's, Elevation? Elevate, Team Elevation. Elevation, elevation. Yeah. yeah. But, Dwayne has Bang MMA out there and shit. Right, but, right, right. But yeah, they were talking about Joey a lot uh, when Dwayne and, and TJ were on Rogan here a few weeks yeah, back. Yeah, I went back and l- to that though, and that was actually a, it's was a, really, it's a really good episode. Yeah, I'm
2: yeah sure. it is. Off of, i just completely sidebar, but anytime Joey Diaz, oh, yeah, man. Oh, for Rogan.
1: Fucks, anytime. Joey
0: Diaz is the man. Oh, my
1: God, non MMA guys that comedians, comedians, you need to listen to on Joe Rogan. Joey Diaz, yeah. always, definitely. Ari Shafir, yeah, um, yeah. Oh god damn it! Tom Segura, Segura,
0: Tom, Tom Segura is a good one. Yes, yes.
1: Burt Kreischer, Burt
0: Kreischer is freaking hilarious, dude. Yeah, I think I've heard a couple of those uh, of those episodes. Not, yeah. not a lot though.
1: Bert Burt Kreischer is is insane. His party stories are legendary. Um, <laughs> if you want, he, he, here's a great thing for you guys to so YouTube. Um, just YouTube Bert. Chrysler. It starts with a K. K R
0: I E S C H E R. Don't quote me. Um, the machine. Well, uh, if you listen to Joe Rogan, then I can say a Burt Chrysler, and it probably would pop up. Yep, yeah,
1: yep. Uh, but if you just type in Bert Chrysler, the machine, he tells this story about he, he was a legendary partier in at Florida State. Van Wilder type shit. Like some of the Van Wilder oh, is
0: kind oh, of I know this one though. Van, one, Van yeah.
1: Wilder, the movie is, is slightly, some of the things are based around Bert's life. Bert goes over to Russia and with this school group to study abroad and there's this whole story about how he gets hooked up with these K G B guys on a train oh. and all this shit and partying and he gets the nickname the machine. Great fucking story. Yeah. Great story. I'll check it out. Yeah. I've been
2: watching uh Joey Diaz in Comedy Centrals, this is not happening. I was just gonna say not ah. this is not
1: happening with Ari Shafir is yes. an, an amazingly oh, yeah. hilarious show. You do get
2: the uncensored version on YouTube yep. and um, I do like I do the Joey uh, Diaz playlist. I just got through that. You know, Henry Rollins got some funny stuff on there. There's a really good uh, one Rogan's got some great yeah, stuff on there. There's a really
1: good one with Ari, Bobby Lee, and um Steve easy, mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know who Steve Ranazizi is, if you ever watch the show The League, yeah. uh, he's Kevin. There, there's a really, because these guys all came up together hanging out at the comedy store and working together, at, you know, as young comics. So there's this really good story about Ari fighting, <laughs> fighting Bobby Lee. It's it's definitely worth awesome. checking out. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, well, I always
0: enjoyed the uh, the Brian Callen episodes too.
1: Brian Callen's oh, always really yeah, good too. Yep, uh, he's another uh, Brian Redband. Redband, I
0: just see Redband's good.
1: Yep, just uh, last week I listened to it the other day. Yeah, yeah I was, was listening good. to it listening to it the other Monday on my way home from Detroit. He, um, had a really, he
0: had a good one uh, earlier this week, uh, with, uh, or maybe late last week, with uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. He watched
2: the whole thing for tobacco. It was outstanding. Yeah,
0: that was so good. So Ventura was doing I the rounds, too. He about, was just on Stone Cold's show, and it was awesome.
2: I learned something about Jesse, and the fact that he was uh, Secretary, or Sergeant Arms for the Mongols. Yeah, Mine for thought, the Mongols. You know, yeah, thought, how crazy is that? You know, I thought he was BSing, and he opens up, and he pulls out his old, and it was old Match. like the shell it was. His car. Oh, his card, his oh, was card. card. Yeah, He's still yeah, Superman. That was his. his oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he pulls Joe,
0: it up. yeah like when 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 Joe Rogan's doing the uh, impersonation of the presidential candidate going up against Jesse Ventura as a presidential candidate was was brilliant. Yeah,
2: outstanding. Jesse did a great great job on that show. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch.
0: You know. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and
1: go around and give a couple of of, of uh, podcast suggestions okay. to, to people because we all. We all listen to not only other MMA podcasts, but just other podcasts in general. So, uh, you know, let's go ahead and give, like, five five shows that you, you listen to. Uh, Dave, go ahead and start. Um,
2: the standard, which we're, we're probably going to talk about, is I listen to Way of the Warrior. Um, but a lot, aside from Joe Rogan, Way of the Warrior, I've been listening to a lot more pro wrestling stuff. Than yeah, so I get a lot of them, too. I listen to, uh, first and foremost, Steve Austin, Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Mostly Steve Austin Unleashed unless there's a guest on the Family Friendly yep. Show that I really want to hear. But most times I stick to Unleashed because I get guys like Cornette and I get you know all the cool, cat yep. all the all the fun, funny guys. But um, uh, Rogan's podcast is on. I watch it every day It's great because it's on you know right about the time when I'm getting ready to crash. Mm-hmm. You know because they're out. You know they're out west. So it's like about ten o'clock or so. It comes on live. So I plug it on YouTube and I check it out. Yeah, that's where you know I lay down and kind of relax too. Um, uh, I've been getting it more into Cornet because you know he's he's batshit crazy. Yep,
1: I like um, um, Yeah,
2: He <laughs> yes, hes fucking nuts, man. And he could—he tells the greatest road stories from yep. the seventies and stuff, man. It's outstanding. Uh, and then I like I like listening to Ariel, but it had. It's hard to commit four hours. Four hours, hours. Yeah. Every, like, yeah. Every day or every other day, whenever he does it, to, to a single podcast. Yeah. I do love the fact that afterwards I got a website uh, that breaks down when the guests come on, so I can just click on and it was, Yep. Like, like, uh, like it, was, it was yesterday. He had uh, Jerry Lawler on, and he had uh, uh, Weidman on, and he had uh, Holly Holm on. And the site was great because they break down and tell you exactly where to start to listen to home. Yep. And then we can ignore like a half an hour of him doing whatever he wants. And then the next guest comes on. So uh, that's how.
0: That's kind of how I listen to radio. Yep. Okay. Uh, Ryan? Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I'm trying to if I could steer away from uh, most MMA shows, I guess a lot of things I listen to. It's because uh, I, I uh, when I grew up cooking, it was always the radio was on. So I kind of do the same idea where it shows I can listen to that are just entertaining uh so for me one of the big ones is uh, the big podcast with so shack okay uh it's you know it's, it a lot of it is just stupid fun there's nothing serious about it just guys making random jokes and laughing just having fun uh they have an awesome segment called borderline where you the uh there's things you hear on the news or on a movie or anything and it's just completely borderline like you really shouldn't be saying it kind of thing you know um, I love the fighter and the kid um, I've been listening to that one since day one of it and so I've kind of got to, got to see them grow uh, from nothing to being like the biggest podcast going right now pretty much um, like, like Dave I do enjoy the Stone Cold show uh, I, I'm mostly with the Unleashed uh, like Dave but I would do check out the Family friendly ones, if it is a good one. Um, Joe Rogan's always good, uh, just because he's one of those guys that he wants to learn. He's not, he, he doesn't just sit down and have a conversation as much as he asks the questions and just lets people just go off and like explain things to him so he knows better, which is a really cool uh, way of doing a show. I find. And uh, one of the fun ones I really like is uh, the Ruten and Ronaldo show. So it's Boss Ruten and Mauro Ronaldo. Yep. Yeah, that they is have, a good they, show. They have uh, a lot of cool like, MMA guys. They got wrestling guys. <laughs> they got actors. So you have like, a wide variety. And they have a lot of um, – they have a segment, uh, the Feel Good Five, and just stories that make you think that maybe humanity is not quite doomed as we all think.
2: Well, it probably is, but...
0: But,
2: yeah. It makes you feel better, better about it, you
0: know. Also, there's this one, uh, it's called The Average Joes. I never heard Pretty of Pretty good show. Never heard
2: of them. It's that crack show with the Weird Canadian. Never heard of those
0: guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want to save two guys from Muskegon. <laughs> they, sound, they sound like a
1: bunch of assholes.
0: Yeah. Really <laughs> <hard>. These guys <laughs> talking about their ass have no idea what they're saying.
1: <laughs> so, um... Just to, to quickly kind of touch on ones that you guys already mentioned, um, I, I also listen – I don't listen faithfully to Unleashed, but um, when he's got guests on that I enjoy, especially the old school wrestler guys, I can't really get in with like the the Ted Fowler episodes where it's just him or – but like – um Mm-hmm. Last week he had uh, RBD on part one and part two came out this week I, I haven't listened to part two yet but yeah. I, I enjoy Robin yeah. Uh happy. the ones that he like Paul Heyman are some
0: of my favorites um, did you guys check out the uh, the Jesse Ventura one from uh, from Tuesday with
2: not the Austin one no no,
0: hmm. no uh, uh, me, uh phone, Austin but... talking with the about Predator and filming it and all that kind of stuff if you have the chance to go and check it out, be able yeah, to get into how these films are
1: Okay, I'll check that out. And obviously, Way of the Warrior, without a doubt. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. No, no needed. Uh, Cornet, I do listen to the Experience, um, not as faithfully as I used to, but I still, especially when he's got guests on, it, I enjoy. It. I try to try to get it. Jim, kind of with MLW Radio, getting more sponsorship stuff. It's kind of gotten a little a little in. I I liked. The show a little better with uh, Alice Radley on there because she kind of anchored
2: Jim. Stacy's doing it now, right?
1: No, that he's is. got uh he's got um what's the guy's name? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Stacy's his wife. Stacy's his wife, right. He's and got she, uh, she
2: like throws in a little bit of quips here and there. Brian.
1: She, Brian, um Brian something, I can't think of his name now. Um I
2: see I don't I don't watch uh I don't listen to Cornet's podcast through that ML radio. I oh, I don't either. I, I, I just, I well. Get it, I get it downloaded. Yeah. I used
1: to just download. I wouldn't subscribe to MLW radio. No, I would just chance. download Jim. But now through the podcast app, at least on uh, iTunes, Jim has his own separate one, so you can just get the experience. But uh, then Art um, of Wrestling with Cole, Cole Cabana, I started listening to when he had that big two-hour uh, CM Punk one on a couple years ago. That was a really great episode. That was um, fun, broke the internet, man. Did. Broke their yeah, servers. server, and broke the internet. Yeah. Um, Rogan, as we've mentioned, uh, non MMA related ones, I enjoy uh, telling Steve, Dave, uh, a couple of the guys from Comic Book Men and uh, Practical Impractical Jokers, uh, getting getting Doug with high with Doug Benson <laughs> and just random celebrities. Sitting there smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a that's, great tale. absolutely love it. Um, I'm going to give a little shameless promotion for by all other show uh, Biffy Stiffy and Cribbly. You can find us on the Red Chunk Podcast Network.
2: We haven't talked about that.
1: while. Well. how's that going over there? Good. Yeah, we're yeah. still still doing our thing every. How often? Two weeks. Every two weeks. Every two, two weeks. Days. Yep. Uh, Hank. Hey, uh, Red Chunk Productions is now Hank's production company. Oh, um, Hank, who is my partner on the sh- one of my partners on the show, um, started out just as a local filmmaker, and I hooked him up with a friend of mine now who can do editing and things like that. So they started their own production company. Excellent. They're doing. Um, they've taken over all the advertisements for the harbor. They they all the stuff like if you go into our, our local theater, um, they they show advertisements before the movies and stuff. All that stuff's all handled through Red Chunk.
2: Excellent. No shout out to Nick Krilly because the guy just had his first kid yep you know. just got married uh, he had got his got first married, daughter. Had his first daughter right so is he still Nick active? Is,
1: Nick's still part of the show he took he missed I'm sure he missed the episode or two when, yeah. when 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 his daughter was born i mean being bi-weekly it makes it pretty easy and we all just kind of we don't have a set day we record we just kind of to go is all right I'm guys ready? it's 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 up to show week what what days work for everybody what can we do this because I mean, like I said, Hank's involved. Nick's a family man now. He's in yeah. a band. I am a musician. I've got this show. I've got other things going on. Hank is making movies, making commercials, making TV shows, uh, making other podcasts for Red Chunk. So he's he's super busy. But um, just a different podcast. We we're, we just talk about bullshit stuff. We started yeah. fights. We start on the internet. Just just funny, <laughs> just funny things. It, it's completely a completely different uh, thing from this. There's no format to it. We just start recording yeah. in the middle of a conversation, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I was there once for one of. Yeah, the, we um, brought you on. We that was one of the only ones where we actually had a format. We talked about comic book movies.
2: Right. They said, you know, you want to you want to come into this one. I never never did a, a podcast before. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Sure. Why not? So we sat down and turned on this uh, you know digital recorder, stuck it in the middle of the table, and we just. We've come, a,
1: we've come a little way since then. We got a nice microphone and everything set up, but yeah, okay. it's just same thing. Like we don't we don't have a like we have a quote unquote intro at least where like I, I kind of say the same things every week. We don't even do that with our show. It's just yeah. like we're in the middle of a conversation. Hank starts recording. It's just a hard start, and yeah. then whatever happens happens. So yeah, I wanted I wanted to give that. Plug. But the other the other one I, I was telling you guys about earlier today, I just started listening to today or last night or whatever. um, it's a podcast out of Ireland. It's actually, I think, Europe's number one ranked MMA podcast. They're called the Severe MMA Podcast. Cool. A couple of guys, Irish guys. Um, pretty entertaining. Uh, kind of cool to hear different take on things and and see how things are viewed from that side of the fence. So those are my that,
0: excuse that me that side thoughts. of the pond. What's that? The pond. The pond. The, that's the, side of the, of the pond, pool. not the f- fence. This isn't Mexico and America. Listen.
2: Stay on your side of the
1: fence. You stay on your side of the fence there, fucking Canadian.
0: Uh, it's a river. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, don't drown. Uh, well, where you're at, it's
0: a river. Other parts, there's just an imaginary line. We yeah, could... damn right, because we like you people, and we don't mind traveling over to see you once in a while. We don't mind
3: our
1: guns.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you don't mind
1: our guns that protect you <laughs> and our money that's worth more than yours.
0: Oh. That's uh, nice, too. This <laughs> is a
2: fun podcast, man. I'm going to check out... Uh... Yeah, uh, that's sad. yeah well, that savage. I'll
0: definitely a... check out that savage one.
1: Yeah, and I, think, yeah. I, I think I think when
0: just, you know, my my dedication to this show, uh, when my son's born. I don't care if I'm in the in the midwife clinic. I will be recording. I'm not taking any time off. That's my dedication to the average Joe's. Okay. Yeah, let's run that by your wife first. If
2: you're in the delivery
3: room and I
2: hear delivery room sounds and screams, I'm muting you.
1: <laughs> your wife, your wife would kill you. Oh man. She would kill you,
0: and I... So I mean, I'd love to be there and all, but, you know, the show needs me, so... Dude, you've, I'll see you in were, four hours.
2: You've, you've had a kid already, dude. Were you, were you there when the kid was born, like, in the room and whatnot? Uh,
0: it was uh, the midwife, my wife, and me, just the three of us. Okay. Uh, I was uh, a stirrup, so I was... Right. Fr- oh, yeah, I was right there.
2: All right, so when my, like my things oldest... things you can never uh, unsee. When my oldest was born... Uh, my very first kid is was, I was twenty-four. Um, I was sitting up there, Yeah, you're doing a great job and she's yelling at me, go fuck yourself, I hate you. You know, it was it was a beautiful magical time. And I'm <laughs> holding her lick and I'm telling her, you know, this is you're doing great and she's hating me. And the nurse or the midwife you wanna call her says, The baby's coming. Do you wanna see? And I said, Well, yes I do. And I looked down and the next thing I remember, I woke up in the emergency room. I looked out at what was happening, and, and I passed out. I <laughs> can still see the scar. Oh, yeah, I see it. I have four stitches and a concussion because I, I blacked out looking at what was actually happening. and I fell and hit the edge <laughs> of the corner of one of the little cleaning <laughs> machines, and I was done.
0: I was done. <laughs> to, the the, to, to this day, my wife said the, uh, the most pain was me. Because as a caffeine addict I didn't have any coffee that whole day mm. And I was just running off of fumes So after my daughter was born And I sat down for the first time that day My wife looked at me and she goes You haven't eaten You haven't had You haven't had anything to drink Are you okay And I couldn't stand I couldn't see straight I had a bl- blinding headache mm. my, my wife goes You know what Labor was easy I feel bad for you
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was a nightmare man it's a nightmare. I don't remember anything. I didn't get to cut the cord because I was down in the ER getting stitched up. Damn. You know, they, they, they <laughs> that's amazing. You know, they, they, apparently, because I don't remember any of this, thing, they you know they covered my head so I stopped bleeding. Took me in a wheelchair and sent me down to the ER. By the time I got oh, back good. up, you I was in the I was in the waiting room and I, and I that's when I kind of I, I was awake but I wasn't awake. Right. That's when I kind of snapped. to like, I'm a dad and then I ran back to the room like, yeah, yeah, hey, I'm fine. Let me hold my kid. You know, but it was crazy. <laughs> that's you know? funny.
1: Lost it, passed out, <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah, I'm the I'm the only one on the show
0: without children. Yeah, so. We're working on it. We're working on it. Shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have a, a, a little tiny
1: Jeff running around? I uh, maybe one day. Not right now. <laughs> Not right now.
0: <laughs> you want to grow up first? My
1: shit. I want to be able to fucking afford, be able to take care of myself, let alone try to take <laughs> yeah, care of a yeah, kid. Yeah.
0: Fair enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, when Let's I start small, get a fish. I, I work maybe a dog. I like dogs.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have to have my Daisy. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, Ryan. When I first when I when I found that severe MMA podcast, I I thought about you immediately because uh, I, you know you being a fellow Irishman and your obsession with the Irish, I knew you would probably appreciate this podcast. So
0: we we, we actually do uh, have an Irish listener too now. I don't know if you guys are aware of that we do name is uh, his name is uh siren uh, McKeever he's the uh, the cousin of my former chef we got to talk and he was over over here in the summer we were watching the euros together and uh, you know he was kept in contact and after I came on the show I knew he was in MMA he uh, he was a lot jiu jujitsu training told me you know I these guys just uh, asked me to join their show you know check it out let me know what you think and uh, he's been listening to us for a Think a couple of weeks now. Well, awesome! Shout out to him, man. Yeah, That's give awesome. him a shout out, man. We are fully international. We're, we're like overseas, not just over border. Suck it, awesome. bitches! Yeah, give give the guy a shout out, man. We w- definitely will.
2: Oh, uh, this was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was this was good. Um, one year. One year, man. I mean, we didn't
0: next year guys though for the 2 year anniversary i think it has to be called the above average shows i think mean, we can work on on bettering ourselves
1: maybe 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 sometime in the next year we could actually let, let's work on getting you in the
0: room first right right that's step one but, you know i keep on saying that i got to get over there because A, i got you know i got some goodies i always want to cook for people i know yeah. you guys appreciate it yeah, we can do and it all. uh a Fight Companion would be a wonderful thing to do. Well, that be yep. a lot of fun, dude. That would be
1: awesome. I want to do a Fight Companion. <laughs> I, I also want to do a giant, wow, Average Joe's crossover show. That would be fun. You are our yeah. tie to that since you're the EP. Make that shit happen, son. We'll call the
0: Average Wow Show. <laughs> the Average Wow <laughs> <laughs> Show. And we got little and Boost a- our ratings and lower theirs. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've
2: done a lot of stuff in a year, though. I mean, we, probably, yeah. we put out a lot of content... Uh, uh, we exposure has gotten up, you know. Um, speaking of and whatnot, sorry to no, interrupt you, okay. right, but
1: before I forget, speaking of things that have come over the last year, we're now on Google Play.
2: Yeah, got us on Google Play. We're on podcast.com.
1: Yep, I've that's awesome.
2: That um, uh, uh, iTunes, of course, has been SoundCloud. there for a while, but now, no matter if you got an iPhone or an Android, now you can get it directly. Yeah, at, you, you know, don't have
1: to just you know, don't have to download the SoundCloud yeah. app. And go through, you can just get off your Google Play if you're an Android user, you already have. So, um, yeah, you, we're, we're available wherever and whatever
0: uh, carrier and phone service you have, you can get yourself some. If, if you're a fan of the show and you, you know someone who doesn't listen to us yes. and they have a Google phone, steal their phone, download us onto their phone so that they'll have no choice but to figure out what we are and help spread our word even farther.
2: There was another one. I'll, I'll do a look for it later. But I, I searched for us through um, through uh, Google, obviously, and I found quite a bit of other pages too. That you know, I had to sift through some stuff because Average Joe's, is, you know, there's an Average Joe MMA shop, right? Average uh, Joe's
1: MMA yeah. gym, and, right? Yeah, so yeah.
0: shopping gym. When did this happen?
2: It was well, before us. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: originals. We can copyright this crap, guys. Yeah, oh, I think shit. we're actually stealing
2: from them, so let's Pro-
0: probably <laughs> probably <laughs> it might backfire on us.
2: But I found some like podcast redirect pages where they don't host it themselves. They just their algorithm is to go out and search for podcasts. Nice. They collect it together. Oh, cool. And I found a few of those that had us on there, and I you know I double checked make sure I went right to the page. They had our logo. That's and that cool. That linked right back to where I hosted from. So. There's some redirecting stuff going on. Um, it's easy. It's easier now than it ever has been to find us through Google if nowhere else.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, just while you're at it, finding us, downloading us. Yeah. Do that right. You Google know Play,
2: iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it, boy. Podcast.com, go ahead and do it.
1: Make sure you rate and review while you're uh, downloading episodes. Yeah, reviews are
0: always nice. Reviews are nice. We, 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 we're We'd love to get some more. We even ask for negative reviews. Yeah. Anything. Just give us the feedback.
1: Yeah. One star, no stars. Fuck you. Be honest. Just just, whatever. Just give us something.
0: Leave Mm. leave us something. You know, what what would make this show better? Get rid of the crazy Canuck? Go back to being the Ryan and Dave show? show, Whichever (laughs) you want to do. Offer
2: free hats. And Punch and Punch and... and
0: Pie. Punch and Pie. Punch and
2: Pie. Punch and Pie. Punch and Pie.
1: Can't think of a better way to end on that. Not so
0: oh, man. Uh, any final thoughts, boys, uh Ryan, before we go? Uh like I said last week, just continue enjoying this MMA free time period because it's going to be insane. Uh you know, have a great weekend, everyone, and go watch the Packers beat the Bears, or if you want, you know, go check out the Rocky Horror Picture Show live right now. Mm. It's a classic. Mm. I'll pass. Dave? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Go watch the Sunday music. Is that what you want me to say?
1: I might go watch the Bears and the
0: Packers because I got a Jordy Nelson on my fantasy team. Oh, you're going to say go Packers at one point then? No. Just go Jordy. Oh, you can say it for me just once. No. It's our anniversary. No. Shut up
2: to
1: my head. <laughs> <laughs> you just got muted. <laughs> um,
2: we'll, we'll bring him back. <laughs>
1: uh, so, after a year, I have some
2: thank yous. Um, thank you to my family for allowing us to do this every week That's and funny. being supportive. Thank you to Everett for all of his con- contributions and everything he's done for us and continuing to be the guy that, uh, that we all love to hate and all hate to love. Um, thank you to that dog for barking and interrupting. <laughs> My wonderful speech. Uh, thank you to both of you guys for coming in here and doing this every week. You know, with, with the kind of injuries and stuff I have, I don't get out of the house as much as i like to anymore because I can't. So this is a lot of the only one-on-one real interaction that I get. So I really appreciate you boys coming in and doing this with me every single week. Uh, thank you to everyone that's listened and supported us from day one to day now. Uh, without you guys, you know, we wouldn't really care. We'd still do this anyway. But we still appreciate it. And uh, after a year, I still have as much fun as I did then, maybe even more, and I'm looking forward to another one.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I same, Reader, things obviously, um, your your family for letting putting up with us every week down yeah. here, me yelling and yelling at Everett from the beginning. Uh, Everett, as always, for all the contributions and everything that you brought to being a part of the show and helping us get to where we are, you two... Uh, in particular, Ryan. Thank you for joining in with us. It's it's been really fun having you on.
0: I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to continuing on. With oh, you. I, like I have said many times before, thank you for uh, for just for giving me the chance to even just come on as a as a guest and talk to you guys. Because it's been a it's been a blast ever since that one time, and I I, I love being part of the team.
1: We love having mm-hmm. you, man. And Dave, I mean, thank you for being willing to take this journey from the start with me, and you know. Believing in it from the jump, from the time I even brought the idea to you, there was no hesitation. It was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And so without you, man, I I would never have been able to pull this off, and we wouldn't be where we are today without you. So you don't get enough credit and praise on the show for the things that you do and all the -the behind-the-scenes work and shit that you have put together to make this show happen, and seriously, from me, it is 100% appreciated. And thank you to all of our fans, you know, the core group of our friends that started listening to us. Just because they're our friends and the new fans that we've gained over this last year and that have continued to stay with us, supporting us, uh, your interactions with our Facebook page, uh, listening to the show, all, all that, it really, it really does mean a lot. Um, you know, I never thought that anybody would give a shit about what I had to say about this sport. I just wanted to do the show because it was fun for me. And the fact that people do care and people continue to listen is awesome. And we, as a collective of the Average Joes, are so thankful for all of you guys for your continued support. And without you guys, there is no us. So thank you. I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, Once again, thank you to everyone for being with us for this. And anyone that's still listening now through this two hours of just (laughs) random fucking bullshit one-year anniversary. This will
0: be the last episode we do.
1: This was a lot of fun. It might very well be. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, for all you guys that are still with us listening to this show, thank you. And uh, so for Dave, Ryan, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show.